Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday. December 13th, and I am your host, Renata. And again, I apologize. I am so late for the call today. I overslept. I thought I was going to take like a 15-minute little nap. Um, ooh, I thank God for waking me up because <laughs> I jumped up. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm late. I'm late. I'm so sorry. Thank you guys for for being patient. Okay, let's do uh, the scripture. Scripture for the day comes from John verse uh, uh, chapter 4, verses 23 through 26. So John 4, 23 through 26. And we're going to go through um, 23 and 24. We're not going to do 25 and 26. Let me get it together here. Okay, so again, John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. And 24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, God is a spirit. God is no longer walking the earth in the flesh as he once did in the Bible days. He is a spirit. We are spirits wrapped in flesh. This is a spiritual warfare that we are going through, a battle between good and evil. Now, a lot of people don't believe that, but I do. I believe that this is a spiritual warfare. So the scripture tells us that if we want to worship the Lord, we have to worship him in spirit, spirit to spirit, from our spirit to his spirit, and in truth. Now, what does that mean, and in truth? When you tell the truth, that is a form of worship, according to this this scripture. It tells us that we must worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. So when you tell your truth about this targeting, about whatever you're telling the truth about, it is a form of worship. You are freeing yourself when you tell the truth. That's why I truly believe in telling the truth because I understand that it is a form of worshiping God versus lying. So a lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, their targeting and that's up to you. But I do want to let you know that that is a form of worship to God when you tell the truth. It's your truth. People may not accept it. People have been locked away for telling their truth. But it's something about the truth that will set you free. 
And there's a scripture that says that. That the truth will make us free. And so for me, I plan to die free. I plan to tell my truth whenever, wherever I see fit. Because I know that by telling the truth, I am worshiping God. Because Satan is the father of lies. God is about truth. Okay, so if you want to read more about this scripture, it's John um, verses, uh, John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. Okay, amen. So, you know, walk in truth. Walk in truth. You have a right to do that. The form of worship. Okay, so I am working from my Kindle again. I don't know what's wrong with my computer once again. So things will be a little more complicated, okay? I'm going to try to get everybody unmuted and everything. All right, so the question, I had a question for the day. Well, let me just say, um, we really enjoyed um, Patrice last week. Patrice, we talked about the um, straw man. She talked about how the government, um, how they think they own the people and how um, the people are traded on the stock market and so on and so forth. And people had requested that that Patrice talk more about that. And she had agreed to do that, but I um, spoke with her this morning while we text back and forth, and she's not feeling well today, so she's not going to come today, but she'll she'll be back soon to talk more about that. Um, That baby is going to come today in the second or the third hour. And she's going to talk about um, some things she knows about the perpetrators. Ken Rhodes is going to speak with us today about um, a family up in Oregon that um, some interesting things are happening too. Okay, and then we'll talk about other things. I want to share some um, some money-saving tips that I came up with as well, so we'll try to get to that later on. What else? Oh, something else I wanted to share. If there's anyone new to this call, I thank you for joining. Um, there's more than one way to join in on the call. In case you don't know, you can call in or you can join via the chat room. And to get in through the chat room, you go to um, talkshoe.com and you put in the code for this call, which is 114-616. If you would like to call in, perhaps you are already in the chat room, but you want to call in because you have a comment or or, or whatever. Um, the number is 724-444-7444. And the code is 114-616. And I believe it's pound, uh, one pound to get into the call. Okay, let me see. Trying to see if I have any more um, announcements. The purpose of this call. The purpose of this call is to to process what's happening to us. It, it's, I believe in processing. I believe it is good to talk about, not to have a pity party, not to rehash, you know, every little thing that's happening, but it's good to to get it out and to to talk with one another, to share ideas. Um, 
and to hope to learn ways to move forward. This call is not to to bash anyone for how they feel. It's not to put anyone down, but it should be a supportive environment. And that's how we want to keep it. Um, we do talk about the Lord here. Some people don't agree with that, but I just I cannot see talking for five hours about the things of Satan and never uplifting the Lord. So the Lord will be uplifted here. And that that is kind of what makes this call different from some of the other calls. Um, you know, so if that bothers you, then this probably won't be the call for you because the, the Lord is definitely going to be uplifted here. I, I just, I can't, you know, there was a time where I really did not talk about the Lord a lot, but it's kind of like who I am, like this is me. This is me. It, this is me on the calls. This is me off of the calls. This is me. You know, I, the Lord is the head of my life. So I, I talk about him, but that doesn't sit well with everyone. And I understand to each his own. But, I, I, you know, I thought about that one day, and I said, I just can't, I cannot see just rehashing all the evils of this world and all the things these people do to us and never giving God any glory. I, that That does not feel right for me. So it, it, the Lord will be uplifted here. Okay, and I think that was my only announcements. All right, so the question of the day, when we're talking about the Lord, um, do you have your spiritual life in order? That's the question. The scripture said we must worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And I'm just curious if you have your spiritual life in order because it's very important. We are definitely living in the end times. I remember as a child, my mother used to say that, and I used to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, they used to always say, the elders would always say, we're living in the last days, we're living in the last days, and we just got so tired of hearing that. (laughs) But I'm telling you now, there are mass killings like every other day, not even every month, every other day, a plane is going down, a Something's getting shot up and 50 to 600 people at a time are being killed. It's, it's, it's chaotic. It's so chaotic, this world, and I think we can all agree on that. So I, I, I truly believe that we are living in the last days, and it's really important for us to have our spiritual lives in order, have our relationship with God in order. So that's the question for the day. It's just something for you to think about. Are you in right standing with God? If God was to come in the next two seconds, would you hear well done? Have you done your works? Are you trying to do your works? Are you trying to pray? Are you trying to live right? Are you trying to to, uh, treat others right? Have you given your life to the Lord? It's very important, very important. Okay, so that's the question for the day. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I didn't necessarily want to speak, but when I initially called you, I couldn't um, hear anything, so that's why I had hit uh, star eight. But I've I've heard you on YouTube, and I really appreciate everything that you do for us. 
Oh, thank you. Who's speaking? Yeah, well, my name's Sarah, but um, I prefer to be called Barcode. Um, I'm a songwriter, and I prefer to be called by my stage name on these calls just for safety. That, that's fine. That is fine. No one ever has to give up their identity. You can use any name you like, and we will respect that, and that's how we will address you. So did you say barcode? Yeah, like a barcode, yeah. B-A-R-C-O-D-E, right? Yes, that's my stage name, yes. I just want to get it right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, not just a songwriter, but I'm, I'm also I work as a project specialist, so the songwriting is just more of a hobby. And that's good. Good to have yeah. hobbies. Very good. Okay, so um, I really appreciate you um, listening to the videos. I'm glad you benefit from them, and I'm really glad that you came to today's call. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. Did you want to say anything else? Did you want to... Um, Tell us how you're targeted. You don't have to say anything. I'm just inviting you. If you want to say anything that you want to answer the question for the day, which is do you have your spiritual life in order? Yes, yes, ma'am, I do. I'm Christian. Um, God has given me the strength to endure. I've been targeted for three years. Basically, I witnessed police corruption, and ever since I witnessed that corruption, my life has been basically destroyed. I had a dirty cop take my minor child overnight. The day that I reported what was being done to my minor son, that was the day they removed both of my children and said that I was delusional. And um, when I basically disclosed to the psychologist the fact that, you know, I witnessed corruption. She said that that was indicative of delusional disorder, which requires pharmacological intervention. The psychiatrist knows the psychologist who made the initial um, diagnosis, and the psychiatrist said, well, she felt that way for a reason. So they gave me the diagnosis as delusional, that I'm not being investigated, that I'm just suffering a big delusion, and if I want to get my son back, then I need to take medication. And so they terminated my rights a few weeks ago, uh, and I've appealed it. I've hired an attorney um, to actually appeal the decision, and so it's just been a lot. My targeting has been extremely severe. They've used PSYOPs. Uh, remote neural monitoring, mind reading, uh, electronic harassment, uh, the organized gang stalking, all because, you know, I witnessed police corruption in 2012, and in order to suppress me, I became the targeted individual. Well, I'm really, really sorry to hear that. But God is good. I'm number one project specialist in the district uh, with my career. I'm doing very well. I've received three raises at my job. I've been at my job three years. So despite the fact that I've had everything taken, God has still, you know, blessed me in so many ways. The corporation I worked for got me a huge, beautiful, you know, two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, and they were very well aware of my targeting. And, you know, my life is very transparent. You know, it just makes everything better that way. And like you were saying about speaking, and truth, and that was the opening um, scripture, you know, for the day. That truth, that transparency is extremely important in order to survive this. So I just want to say thank you, Ms. Renat. I really look up to you. You're a positive role model for me. You know, I just sometimes I rewatch and watch your videos over and over again because it really is truly a blessing just how you eloquently, you know, are able to present the, the, the information. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. Um, and I thank God for you. I really do. Um, yes, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear um, that you lost your child. I will pray that, that yes. you get your child back. This system yes. is so corrupt. It happens to people 
all the time, um, and I really sympathize with you, and we'll, we'll just pray for you and your child, and um, and I'm sure that, that you'll get your child back. How old yes. is your child, by the way? He's seven. He's seven years old. He was four when he was removed. My oldest was 17 when he was removed. When he was removed, he's now 20, and he's attending uh, university full-time. And I still see him often, you know, for uh, vacations, holidays, et cetera. My, uh, my little one, um, I see him now. My visitation is once a month um, with him. But I have appealed the case, you know, the, the combination um, that they stated. I'm still fighting, and my little one knows, you know, that I'm not giving up that I'm still fighting, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, hard. But, it's hard, but God is the only thing that's sustaining me is, is that word, because I know at the end of the day that, that word will not return void. And I know according to Scripture, Mark nine twenty three, anything, everything is possible for someone who has faith. So if everything is possible and all odds are against us, I know that God can step in and just totally change and, you know, breathe life into our um, what appears to be a despairing situation. Amen. And that faith that you have, that's what sustains us. Amen. We have to keep that faith. I will definitely be praying for you, and you sound Thank like such a strong person. Thank I'm you, ma'am. I'm really glad about that. Yeah. Thank you. Stay strong. Stay strong for yes, your ma'am. time. You yes, know, ma'am. Stay strong. Yeah. I'm holding on. Amen. I'm holding on. Very good. I'm really glad to hear that. Okay, so stick around and start eight if you'd like to speak again, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm working from this little device here, so it's a little difficult. I love um, when my uh, YouTube friends come to visit. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So that was a barcode, you guys. Sounds like such a strong lady. Okay. Oh, we have so much to pray for. Um, The um, foster care system is not a place where kids should be. We're going to pray that her son, um, you know, returns home where he should be. These people, I'm telling you, like she, like Barcole said, she, wish, she witnessed some police corruption. She didn't go into details, nor does she have to. But I'm telling you, right is wrong and wrong is right in this world. I, I remember just thinking, like, you know, trying to be a good person and um, report things that you see that's not right and speak up when you feel like you need to speak up, and then realizing, like, that's what gets people targeted, doing what we thought we were supposed to do. It, it's just amazing. This this world is so, oh, wow. I have to refer you guys to this video that I found yesterday. I'll find it in a minute because my computer's all messed up. But um, this guy, there's a clip where this guy is supposed to be Satan, and he's telling how he deceives the whole world. And I'm telling you, the stuff that this guy is saying is is right on. I mean, the devil is just deceiving the masses. It's it's, it's a sad thing. We just have to stay in the faith, though, and stay strong and keep believing. Hi, Robert. Uh, Hey. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Robert? 
I'm doing okay right now. Okay. Would you like to answer the question of the day? Do you have your spiritual life in order? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm kind of, um, I still don't feel that I know that I really believe fully in God or anything. I mean, I do uh, at times suspect that there may be, there might be some kind of creative force that created the whole universe, but can't really be certain or uh, like whether it exists or, or what the creative force is. Okay. And um, well, something to think about. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a comment? Uh, no, um, I didn't really um, have any uh, comment. Um, except I did want to like uh, discuss some recent uh, targeting episodes. If uh, that is okay. Go right ahead. Yeah, this is kind of. People talking about it, we're just checking in. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah, I mean, um, I had, like, one, yeah, I mean, I've been getting a lot of it lately. Um, like, it was, like, one day, um, I think it was sometime last week, um, I actually found the uh, pipes uh, loose in my kitchen sink because I discovered that when I saw a leak as I was washing dishes. Mm-hmm. And the pipes, uh, um, it actually um, got disconnected when I tried to tighten the pipe myself. And um, I called the landlord about it, and um, the landlord said he'd fix it, but I kind of think the first got into the apartment and tampered with the sink pipe so that they would come loose. And, um, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I was getting, like, a whole series of noise campaigns upon discovering uh, that uh, disturbance to my um, sink pipes. And... Then um, the next day, uh, when I was on my way to the gym and almost there, um, I started uh, um, I started feeling pulses in my eyes, and then um, I my mind completely locked up on me, and I was rambling something to myself. And then a few minutes, a few seconds later, I felt like I was going to collapse. And um, yeah. but then that feeling of uh, started going away uh, after like a minute or two, and um, and I can't remember if this happened on the same day uh, that happened or if it happened the next day, but there was one day after going to the gym, I actually shopped at a nearby Dollar Tree, and I was, mm-hmm. and I was, I was getting ready to check my item out. There was this teenager that uh, tried to pick a fight with me inside that store. Um, really? What did they do? How did they try to... Um... Well, um, as I was checking my items out, I felt someone um, like touch my backpack, but I thought it was an accident at first until I heard some woman say, "Come on, Nick." Um, and then when I turned around, I saw this uh, this teenager. He was um, standing right behind me and staring me down like he wanted to fight me. Um, and then as he was doing that, his um, and it turned out that, that woman must have been his mother or something. And the woman was repeating, "Please." was telling him, please come. And then the teenager finally decided to listen to his mother and just, like, leave the store with her. And um, I'm not sure. And I'm thinking that that whole thing might have been staged, but I'm not really sure if she was actually disciplining him or if they all just staged the whole thing at a street theater or something at the PSYOP. 
thankful that I have um, my little Kindle here because I often have to rely on it to do these calls because they constantly sabotage my laptop and I'm not able to to do it. Okay, so I just want to say that, um, you know, for those who are non-believers, uh, first of all, I want you to know that there's a scripture that says that... Um, Many are called, but few are chosen. I, I I totally believe that we TIs have been chosen. Now, whether or not, because God gives us free will, so whether or not we choose to walk in that calling, in that choosing, then it's up to us. But do not allow the devil to uh, to deceive you. Please don't, because there was no big bang, a big boom, or whatever they say. There was, there was, there was none. And if there was, who created that? You know, um, I just really want to say that because I don't want anyone to be deceived. The okay, so John fourteen and sixteen says, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh unto the Father but by me. Okay, so just search the scriptures, pray, and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. I know there is um, one person that comes to this call who was an atheist. He has now received the Lord, and I'm so grateful to God because I know that God, listen, there's no way, no way possible that I could get through one day of this targeting if God wasn't real. There is definitely divine intervention in my life. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I could do all the things that God has me doing and get through all this persecution. I know he's real. And I have a hard time understanding how others, you know, don't know that he's real. I, I just, how did all this happen? How did creation happen? I, 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 I don't I don't get it, but I'm just praying for those of you who don't believe because God is real, and he's operated in your life, whether you know it or not. He is, and he has chosen you. So, you know, receive that calling. Receive it because we're already suffering hell on earth. We don't want to suffer an eternal hell. Eternity lasts forever. It never ends. So, again, I'm going to share this um, video with you guys. Just give me a moment to find it because I think I think you guys will understand it a little more if you see this guy talking about how um, Satan deceives people. All right. Let me go to the next person. Hello, Targeted and Harassed. How are you? Benada, I, I want to say something before I saying um, my piece about something that happened today, today, but when I say this, you'll tie it all ties in. 
okay? Renata, before the show started, I went to take the dogs out. They had an Antioch church bus come through the alley and stop by my gate to arrest the dog. I was sitting down. I got up and I told the driver, he was a man, to keep on moving. This is covert harassment. They know this will not establish a pattern because that church van will not come probably come back through my alley again. In all the years that I've been here, I've never seen a church van come through the alley. But I just wanted to add that in because it's going to tie into what I have to say. Okay. I have heard so many things about this covert harassment and surveillance that you have abused me with. These actions are called slow kill. I am still being arrested under surveillance and slowly being killed with biological direct energy weapons, radiation, heart attack, high blood pressure, dental problems, and so on. I am going to I am going to expose by name those that you have have in your report that you have sent to covertly question me for the purpose of entrapment or just information gathering. As I was leaving my home several years ago, I came in contact with Earl Isabel. During this first conversation, I did not realize he was allegedly a perp or someone who was to gather information on me. If he was not a perp at that time, after being seen talking with me, he allegedly was contacted to have conversations with me because after that first encounter, I would begin to see him often, especially when I would go to Strachan Van Til's. At this point, I would not speak to him anymore because I knew those were no chance meetings. I had not seen um, excuse I had not seen Burl Isabel in what seems like a couple of years. On December 11, 2015, while I was at my fence, a black car comes up and rolls down its windows. He said, you don't know who I am. That's another tactic I want to put in. That They always have people come around that you know, and they always make that statement, you don't know who I am. Okay, I told him to keep on moving or going. These tactics you use, I don't have time for. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In June 2013, I went on a cruise with, on the Royal Caribbean. I am not going into detail of every harassment that took place on the cruise ship, just a couple. Everything that was done to me on the cruise ship as far as surveillance was done to me off the cruise ship as well. I went to mention, I want to mention the donut stand because I am sure you have this in your report. I would go to the donut stand. They had a man work the donut stand. He was always in a hurry and did not want to talk or even be friendly. But on this one one occasion when I went to get a donut, the man began to talk. He asked me, did I come to see Tommy? I didn't have a clue as to what he was talking about. I asked him several times, 
who again, who is Tommy? And he said, who again, what is Tommy? I finally said yes because I wanted to know what he was talking about. About that time, someone came up behind me. At that point, I left the donut stand. Later, I was at the elevator. The man comes past the elevator. I just looked at him. Um, I had no words. Uh, no words were exchanged. You have this encounter in your reports. What is Tommy? What was that? Some kind of entrapment? Other things you have in your report is the lady you had questioned me about my health in the whirlpool. Also, you had one lady compliment me on the on the red pants I had on, only to have a man and a woman make covert statements as to now they got them talking. So much was done to me in the in the, this country and out of the country. God showed me what you were doing. So when you make your statements about me, remember God showed me as they were occurring. I know who said what. See how you do things covertly, but God is allowing me to say things openly, targeted and arrest. Thank you, Renata. Thank you. Thank you very much. Targeted and Harass has been exposing her um, perpetrators on this call, and I'm so proud of her for being brave enough to do that because it really takes courage to do that. It took me a while before I would really speak out. But as uh, the scripture I read this morning, um, Targeted and Harass, that we uh, should worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. So when you tell the truth like like you've been doing on these calls, that's a form of worship to God. So I'm yeah, very I, proud of you for doing that. Yeah, I try to worship him, you know, every chance I get, get and they know I worship him, and I, I worship him and praise him sometime in front of them. But uh, to your question, do I have my spiritual life in order? I just put it this way. I'm striving to do the best I can. And I mm-hmm. feel that I, I, I'm doing some things right because, as God says, he never leaves me. But he's showing me these things. That's why I have to praise him so much because I see these things that they do. I, I know by now they know that I know because I, sometimes when they do these things and I'm in line, like I give you an example right quick, uh, I could be in line buying something and all of a sudden somebody said they got to go back out to the car and get some money or something like that, you know, to hold up the line. But right then and there I just say street theater out loud. They, so they know that I know what, what's going on. But like I said, God only allows me to see so much. He ain't showing me everything, but he's showing what, me what he wants me to say. That's why I love him, Renata. That's why I live my life the best way I can. And I Amen. Thank Amen. Good for you. Good for you. Thank, thank you, Renata. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay, okay. bye. Uh, all right, let me put you back on mute. Okay. Hello, New York. Hello. Okay, I will put you back on mute. Go to the next person. Someone from YouTube asked me um, 
if there if I know anyone from New York. So if that person is here, let me know. You can start eight if you are the YouTube person. I will introduce you to some other New Yorkers because we have a lot of New Yorkers here. Hello, New York. Hi, Renata. Hey, how are you, Charles? Just a minute. Huh? Renata? Are you there? Yeah, yeah are I'm you here. There? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Um, okay, so well, the question... mm-hmm. Okay, Go good. Well, I was yeah, I the question to get... of the day today is, um, is your spiritual life in order? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is. Look, um, Renata, I want to get to the um, thing that I emailed you about. Okay, I made a mistake. Okay, um, um, last week. Okay, about um, giving out Scott's numbers. Um, one eight three six two um six zero two. Okay, so hang on one second. Uh, what Charles was talking about is last week he was giving out um, Scott Snitzer's um, call-in number because he wants um, people to join in on Scott's call, which is on Saturday. So Charles realized that um, the number that he gave was a mistake, so he wants to correct that. So go ahead, Charles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like I said, it's um, 183602. So and, um, it's 183602. Okay, thank you. Okay, and um, about um, the question of the day, yeah, um, yeah, well, you know, I do what's right, okay, as simple as that. I, I imagine that's why um, a person is put into the um, um, TI program, okay, okay, or you know, this, you know, and um, this um, this society is under certain vibration, and you go against that vibration, and um, people hate you for it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, speaking the truth, I mean, that's that's what I do. Okay, I slip. I, I ain't gonna lie about it. I. I slip and fall and, you know, and, you know, and stuff like that. But basically, yeah, okay, I try to be, I try to be right. I do my, I strive to be right. Well, the Bible says we all fall short. So none of us are perfect. All we have to do when we make a mistake, we we repent. Repentance is different from asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness is I'm sorry. Repentance goes a little further than that and says, I, I, Lord, I want to turn away from that, and I want to never try to do that again. So we repent, and we keep it moving. God's a forgiving God. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I live by, you know. And um, as far as the um, sovereignty thing, okay, well, would Patrice get back? I'm looking forward to that because um, definitely, I mean, I mean, since I um, started, um, started, you know, been on this call, if you remember, on the first call, I, I I said openly that um, you know, I told the IRS where to go a long time ago. All right, I'm definitely ready for um conversation that discussion on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrice says she's not feeling well, but um, she'll you know she'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll continue that conversation. Okay. All right, because um, um, few things that I. Learned through the years, decades, okay, okay. I started off with um um not filing, okay, discontinued filing, okay, as far as um uh, 
they um dealing with the IRS. That was in the uh, late eighties. And then when it came to the nineties, I discovered about um um license, okay, being not um driver's license not being um mandatory under certain conditions. Okay, now okay, what you're saying about um what she was talking about, um Accepted for value. Now I'm coming into that. So, yeah, definitely look forward to that discussion. Okay. Well, we should be having that soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Anything else? No, yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you, Charles. All right. Star eight, if you'd like to speak again. Right. Okay. All righty. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's speaking? This is Bruce from Michigan. Did you say Bruce? Ruth, R-U-T-H. Oh, Ruth. Hi, Ruth, how are you? I'm doing okay. Actually, a little bit low energy today. Um, okay. I... Uh, I said last time I had something going on. I wasn't really sure it was connected to the targeting, and now I'm pretty sure it is. Um, What my targeting has involved is, first of all, I got involved by, okay, the FBI has what I call their front door operations and their back door operations, and the back door is the targeting stuff. And the front door is something you might, like, read about in the newspaper after it's um, finished. And I unwittingly got involved in a front door thing. And so that's how my targeting started because um, I didn't want to get involved with it. And... um, so anyways, what they've been doing is instead of targeting me with stalking and stuff, what they do is they target other people close to me. Mm-hmm. And um, so the latest thing that has happened is that um, my boyfriend for a while worked as a bus driver and in a school cafeteria and they got they set him up to be in an altercation with one of the kids and one of the kids is now accusing him of assaulting him which he did not do no and so it's gone to the police and so they're deciding whether or not to bring charges against him. Oh, wow. And um, the reason I've had somebody tell me that it was a setup, and um, so, yeah, uh, it's upsetting because... Well, I don't know. It just puts me in a really bad position. So they didn't have cameras or anything around? Um, I don't know if they did. Um, 
and there should have been witnesses too, but depending on, you know, the witnesses could go either way. They would either support the kid if they're perps, you know, or, you know, there are a lot of people in the school system who know that he wouldn't do that. Um, but it's, you know, it, <laughs> evidence gets planted and all sorts of shenanigans go on. So so your uh, boyfriend is targeted. Well, be, in a in a sense, in this situation, he is because of me. Oh, okay. Um. I'm... So, um, I've been going back and forth as to whether or not to become involved with them. Um, I would never become a perp. Um, so I don't know. I just keep flip flopping back and forth about it, and it's just. Okay, can I ask you a bit. question? So who can I ask you a question? So who are you considering becoming involved with? I didn't quite catch that. The well, you would call them perps, although in my experience, they're not all perps. Um, In my experience, they do work on things that are, you know, worthy causes, but they do a lot of shenanigans, too. And um, So let me ask you a question. What what are the worthy causes that they become involved with? In in criminal, fighting criminal stuff. So what capacity would you become involved in? Uh, I'm not sure because I don't even know if they're if it's involved in this one case anymore. I think that I think it's just a matter of the way I see it is that you're either going to become one of them or you're going to become a target, one or the other. That's what I think the end game is. Have you been um, approached to become one of them? Well, that's basically my in my understanding, that's what the targeting is. It's kind of a, uh, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna bug the shit out of you until you become one of us. Okay, that's so what, if you if you decided, okay, well, I, I you know, I, I guess I will go ahead and become one of them. How would you do that? Who would you who would you contact? Um. Well, it's basically it's basically through strangers. Um, you know, there's no. I could, like, um, talk more with family that I know are involved, or. Um, so you would approach them and say, you know, I'm willing to to get involved. That's what I'm and, contemplating. And you would do that thinking that it would relieve you and your boyfriend of some of the targeting. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you do realize that these people torture people 
and they are I know that's evil. why that's why I'm calling in to hear other people's stories and remind me the kind of stuff that they're involved in well, it's um, not godly. It's not godly. I don't know if you, you know, believe in God, but it's definitely not godly. They, yeah. they are evil. They are working for Satan. They torture people every single day. I have been tortured. My children have been tortured. Everyone on this call has been tortured and their family members. We heard the lady say that she um, reported some uh, police corruption, and then they said, right. you know, they, they removed her children. I mean, families are hurting, people are hurting behind yeah. this. This is something that I could never see myself getting involved with. I would never even consider it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, I, I would not consider this ever. I mm-hmm. would not take part in the, um, the 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 torture of another human being. I would not even consider that. And by you, by them knowing that you're available, they're probably going to, really pressure you into joining with them. Mm-hmm. But this, in my opinion, it's like selling your soul. It's like yeah. selling your soul to Satan. And, I, you know, I mean, you're being honest. You know, you're being honest. Can't knock you for your honesty. But um, I, I would suggest you never become involved with evil. I mean, do you, do you, do you have um, like feelings of of being a bad person? Have you been involved in criminal activity? I don't even say criminal activity, but you know the torture in, in 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 other people. Do you understand that people really suffer in programs like this? Do you do you understand that? Um, I've um listened to stuff on YouTube and stuff. Um, I don't know personal. I don't personally know any other targets. So, I guess my my true knowledge about the situation is limited. Um, or I should say, my my like firsthand experience is limited. Because you're not um, really targeted in the way that we are, I guess. Right. It's it's a little bit different. Well, I'm telling you, um, it's evil. It hurts families, people lose everything. People lose everything. People who were thriving, who who had great careers, great family lives, you know, the um, cars and the material things that we need in this world, not that we worship material things, but the way this right. world system is set up, we need material things. Um, mm-hmm. And people have lost everything. You heard the lady say she lost her children. My son was put into a mental institution. I have been, I have suffered. I, I suffer with workplace harassment. Every day I go to work, I'm harassed by so many people, you probably wouldn't even believe it. I am uh-huh. harassed and stalked by police officers, by first responders, by people in the community, by people at the church, blacklisted, reputation ruined, everything. Right. You know, everything. It's mm-hmm. by the grace of God that I'm still in my right mind. Mm-hmm. This is a torture program. This is an assassination program. People are killed in this program, run off the road, um, shot in the head. You name it. Why, ma'am, why would you want to take part in that at any level? Why? 
You should really think about that. Why would you want to take part in human suffering? Why? Yeah, I don't. These people, they, these people, they torture children. They, 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 they stalk and they harass children. You know, when mm-hmm. you hear about the the Illuminati and the child sacrifices and the things they do at the Bohemian Grove and how these elite, so-called elite people are trying to take over the world. You've heard about all of that, right, how they're trying to dominate the world and depopulate the planet and put people in FEMA camps. Have you heard about all of that? Yeah. Um, and I all, of that in, is, all of in that my... is connected. All of that is connected to this, ma'am. So why mm-hmm. would you take part in that? Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, I, I, I respect your honesty, so I'm not trying to, you know, bash you. Cause you're, you're just being honest, but I'm just doing my job to let you know that that would not be right. That's not an honorable job. Right. That's not an honorable job. If if they approached me today and said, Renata, we'll stop, we will stop your targeting if you join us, I will be targeted tomorrow. I will continue to be targeted because I will yeah. never, ever, ever take part in the torture of another person. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. do it. So what I want to do is, and I, um, for those of you who are um, waiting to speak, if you can just hold on for another moment, I would like you guys to start eight if you have um, a comment for this lady. Let's just help her because she's being honest. We're not going to bash her for her honesty. She's being honest. She's on the fence. She, you know, she she's not sure. She might want to join in with these people. I've heard other people say this before too. So if you guys have a comment, you know, let her know how you have suffered and what you know about this. But again, we're not going to bash her. This is not bash this lady. That's not what we're going to do. We're just going to to be honest and, and just give her some information because she's coming to us. She could have just said, you know, I'm just going to join in with these bad guys. But she wants to hear both sides. And she's being honest because there are they do approach people. And they are letting her know in some kind of way that, you know, we have a job opportunity over here for you. But I'm letting you know, ma'am, that's not a noble job. Okay, yeah. so I don't want any. Okay. If you guys, if you guys bash this lady, I'm going to put you on mute because that's not what it's about. We're trying to give her information. Okay. Yeah. Right, thank you, you Renata. Open? Okay. Are you open to the information? Because there's a bunch of people yeah. that want to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to unmute you guys. Hello, Texas. Did you want to share some information with this lady? Hi, Renata. It's Nancy. Hey, Nancy. How, how are you? you? I'm good. Well, I'm hanging in there, but this is how the Holy Spirit works. I was coming on, uh, well, I like coming on your call anyway, but yesterday as I was reading my Bible, I found that I need needed to apologize to you and to the other TIs because I had thought when Jesus was tempted by Satan, uh, and he, you know, Satan tempted him three different ways. But that is when Jesus said what he did, um, and I was in error. So I want to apologize to everybody that that uh, everything is connected when it comes to God, but that is not the actual timing that Jesus used the verse uh, 
um, that I gave you, and then you asked other people, what would you, the question of the day was, what would you give in exchange for your own soul? Do you have a price? Um, mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so that's funny because this fits exactly with this. So this is the way God works, that this lady was led here, and she needs to probably hear this, but it was not meant for her, but now it is. That if you look at Matthew sixteen twenty six, that's Matthew sixteen twenty six. Jesus is actually, this section talks about he foretells of his passion, meaning that he was going to be crucified for the remission of sins for all of us and for protection. When we plead the blood of Jesus, there's supernatural protection against so much that they're trying to do. They have tried to assassinate me so many times. And the assistant chief of police called me and said, so, you're still around? This is after a very bad car crash that was supposed to kill me. And he called me and he said, so, you're still around? And I said, yes, sir. He said, so, you don't even have any broken bones? And I said, no, sir. And he was very angry. And he said, then we're going to have to try something else. And they have tried many things, and they continue to. They want me wiped off the face of this earth. And, um, but I just wanted to say, again, Matthew sixteen twenty six. Jesus, sa- Jesus says, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Mm-hmm. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. So this is, they, they make us in such a destitute, horrible situation that we will exchange our souls with this temptation. And you have to realize that there are 13 Luciferian families that run the world, and it trickles down from them. And so from the petty person that rips somebody off to the satanic sacrifices they do, it's all evil. And you have to choose the Lord because, like Renata was saying, this is about eternity. This is about your soul. You are made in God's creation. Even if people don't believe it, it's true. I promise you, you have a light inside of you that is the Holy Spirit, that God is such a gentleman that he doesn't force himself on anyone. He gives us free will. If anyone's trying to strong arm you or push you into anything, that is not of God. God gives us free will. He's a wonderful creator, and he created this universe, and he loves you. And Satan is very jealous because he wants your soul. And if you sell out and if you become a part of the people persecuting innocent people, it says, thou shall not bear false witness. That will be your number one job, lying. Satan is the father of all lies. So you're his bitch. God is the God of truth. So we all have to make a choice. You know, are we going to choose God? It's going to probably be a little rough, but we see divine miracles. We see things happen every day, these winks from God. He has the best sense of humor in the world. He, he is just all around us. He loves you. Nobody knows, any, nobody knows you or loves you the way God does. And Amen. this whole thing is about trying to isolate us. But you know what? God will never leave you nor forsake you. 
And he said, do not fear those that can kill the body, but fear him that then after your body is gone, you will be cast out into utter darkness. You will lose your soul. It is not worth it. It's not worth it. And one okay, thing Nancy, I, I have other people that want to speak, so thank you. But I, I want you to read the end of that scripture again, Nancy, um, because there was something in there I wanted to kind of speak on a little bit. Just read that scripture again for me, Nancy. Okay. Um, 26 is, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And then 27, for the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. And okay, I just want to, you know, I'll talk that I just want to, um, to recommend anyone and everyone that is a TI, just get a Bible and read Matthew. Just say, I don't understand, you know, the Bible can be confusing or whatever if you're a baby Christian or even not even a Christian. Just read the book of Matthew and ask God to be there in that presence. And and it's a, it's not about going to church. It's not about being a part of a group. It's about a personal relationship between you and our Heavenly Father. And that's what this Thank is you. all about. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. I hope that helped you, ma'am. And uh, let me just put Nancy on. Mute here. Okay, so uh, for those of you who just joined, we have a lady here who is being um, honest. She's saying that she is considering um, becoming a perpetrator, hoping that it will lessen her targeting and the targeting of her um, boyfriend. So I shared my thoughts on that, and I'm asking you guys to share your thoughts so we can come back and do our regular check-ins. But for right now, we want to help this lady out. We are not bashing her for her honesty. She's being honest. And she's coming to us before she makes her decision because she doesn't know a whole lot about targeting, but she's thinking that it may help her own targeting situation and that of her loved ones if she joins in, okay? So we're just trying to enlighten her on um, how we're tortured every day and how this is not a good career to to become a part of. Um, and some people, I call it a career because some people do make a career out of torturing others. Um, in my opinion, these people are psychopaths. They have no feelings. They don't care if they torture you your children, your mother, your grandmother, your pet, they don't care. Um, this is Satan's work. This is not the work of the Lord. So we are just trying to enlighten her, okay? If anyone bashes her, I'm going to put you on mute because that's not what it's about. She's coming to us in honesty. She wants information. So we're we're trying to give her information, okay? Hi, Jerome. Yeah, hi. Um, Hello. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna bite my lip this way, Kat. I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll be good. Um, but I'm very confused. Um, uh, why? Okay, first of all, I will start off with me. So back to electrocution of my uh, of my tongue and stuff like that. So now my it's not in 
and it's not impeded, but um, you know there is a little bit of um, what are you calling uh, speak with a with a slur sometimes. So since I went to court to uh, to give evidence against some perp that was living upstairs, that's living here for basically he's not paying rent. He's giving the landlord like a hard time. Um, yeah, I'm just a little bit confused why you'd even consider joining an organization. I don't even know why it's uh, it's, it's it's even a decision to make. They torture children. Um, they torture children to death sometimes. They torture animals. They rape women. Okay, and they torture and they kill and they they radiate and they magnetize. This is what these people do. Is they, they, these people are human filth, and I don't understand why there would be a choice to be um, to be made. I mean, making a choice like this, it's basically giving your soul over to the devil. And once that is done, that is done. Okay, you have one soul, and you can only do that once. So once you start to follow the ways of the devil, that's basically it for you. You know, you're damned um, in this life, and when you pass and shed your flesh, you'll also be damned in front of the Father. So. I don't know what kind of decision has to be uh, made here. These people are scum and filth and psychopaths, sociopaths, okay? And some of them do make a career. They make it their their lifelong job to torture people, raping women, okay, and carrying on with these kinds of deviant behavior, okay? And I don't understand why anyone would want to join them or why there'd be a decision to be made. It's basically your soul versus, okay, uh, I'll just cut it off right there and just because um, other things flow into my head that these people have cost the life of my uh, second son. Okay, so when I hear things like this, I have to take a deep breath and just try and keep things under control because these people are murderers. They try and make it look like they're not murderers, but my son was murdered in while he was having a shower. Okay. They knocked him down, they struck him down like an animal while he was taking a shower. And they did this because they probably thought it would be funny because my son usually sings in the shower. So they probably struck him down there thinking that he'll just shut his mouth while he's singing. Okay? So when these things happen to individuals and then they hear someone talking about, I'm thinking about joining these perps and I need to, you know, I need to hear from people. I'm going to tell you that. Hold on to that and dream about that and think about my words when I've told this conference call. And that's it. Thank you, Jerome. Okay, and also I want to, I want to reiterate to you, ma'am, that the people put in this um, program which I consider to be an assassination program because I don't really care how a target individual dies. These people played some part in it because just going through the stress of all of this and our bodies being radiated and all of these things, it takes years off of our lives. Um, But I do want to reiterate that the people put in this program are innocent people, innocent people who may have been a whistleblower, thought they were doing something right, Various reasons people were put into this program. Some people will never know, but most of the people are innocent, you know. So I, I don't know how anyone could be comfortable with um, torturing and harassing innocent people. Um, and also, I want to say for the perpetrators, they are, are the position that you're considering taking. These people are mind controlled slaves, really. 
they are slaves. They look very robotic. Um, they're in a cult, and they don't know that they're in a cult. They they have a certain uh, uh, strong amount of control. These people who are above the perpetrators control the perpetrators. I've watched them all the time around here. They watch each other. They follow each other. They harass each other. And I'll tell you, once you make allegiance to Satan, and that's exactly what you would be doing, you would make an allegiance with the devil. And once you do that, um, it's really hard to get out of that. If you ever change your mind and decide to uh, to come out of that, they will probably kill you. I mean, you can, you know, the Lord can deliver you from it, but if, you know, if you're not uh, a person who believes in the Lord, they will probably kill you because you know the secrets. So it's a dangerous thing to become involved in. Okay, I'm going to unmute the next person. If you guys have any information for this lady, um, and that's all we're talking about right now, please um, start eight. Hi, Ken. What do you, what do you say, Renata? How are you doing this morning? I'm good. And, uh, How are you? Not too bad. I'm going to tell Ruth that right now we're living in the most evil. I ain't going to call them a government because they're not our government, but it's a, the most evil people in the world, in the history of the world, that's running this country. And I, and I would not recommend that you join. And I'm going to stay away from the religious part of it. I'm going to tell you, because I, I do believe in God and I am spiritual, but I'm going to tell you that when, when I'm willing to go down and stand up for somebody else at a ranch 30 feet away and have guns pointed at me because the government or so-called government is trying to steal land, I was willing to die that day, and with, but I'm going to die with my with my soul and my conscience. So give that some thought before you join anything that's evil, and bless you. And that's thank you. Not okay, thank you. Okay, I hope I hope some of this is helping you, ma'am. We definitely don't want to bash you or anything. Hi, Keith. Hello, Renata. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. good. Doing good. Um, yeah, I, I just like to uh, share this, and and there again, you know, I agree with Renata. We appreciate your your honesty. And, uh, but, you know, I think this is more than, it's really more than just about you. I believe that there's other people here in the chat room within earshot that a lot of us can learn from this. And uh, I just, I'm going to read a, a few scripture verses right here and then I'll elaborate. I won't spend too much time on this. I'll get to get to the point right away. In John eight thirty through thirty six, it says, "And he was saying these things. Many believed in him." So Jesus says to the Jews who had believed in him, "If you abide in my words, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. 
How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Mm-hmm. This this ties right into what Renata was saying and what Ken was saying and what Nancy was saying. If you leave the freedom that you have and exchange it for the freedom that they are trying to sell you, know that it is a lie. What they are trying to get you to buy is not freedom, but slavery. And if you hold fast to your faith in the truth, who is Jesus, you will always have freedom. And those who are enslaved from the other side, they will always be envious of your freedom. That's all I have to share. Thank you very much, Keith. Okay, ma'am, are you still with us? Hello, Ruth? You're there. Bruce? Okay, well, it appears that she is still on the line. Ruth, are you still there? Ma'am from Texas? Okay, well, we'll just assume that she's listening. Uh, we're going to keep going because she didn't hang up. We have two more. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Renata? Hey, Charles. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, there's two things um I want to bring up, but um before I get to that, I want to go back to what you were saying to her about um how um how would she be. Or how would she um, get contact with um, them, okay, if she decides to make that decision? I don't think it goes like that. I think I think that, you know, they operate where somebody is playing a, clo- playing a close, all right, people are around her, and if they, okay. get the indi- if they get the indication that she's ready to turn, all right, then they'll, like, approach her and strike up a conversation and see how that goes. Yeah. Well, what she said was that she was going to approach the perks and let them know that she's available. Oh, yeah? Well, then that is a good question. How would she do that? Well, anyway, going to the um, going to the two things I wanted to bring up, 
All right, first of all, all right, just like I believe it was Ken that uh, said that, or oh, it was either Ken or Keith that said that um, they wasn't going to get preachy about it. It was the same thing here. Okay, I'm not going to get preachy about it, even though, okay, that, you know, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I'm not going to get preachy. But the thing is, okay, it's two things you got to keep in mind. This is the thing, these are two main, two of main, two of the main things that keep me going, all right? First of all, keep in mind that they want people's compliance. The whole thing, I mean, that's the, that's the key to the whole thing, okay? People compliance. If people wouldn't go along with it, okay, it would, I mean, it'd fall down like a house of cards, okay? It's people's compliance, I mean, that keeps the whole thing running. Okay, and it's and 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 the second thing is that you know you know it ain't you know it ain't nothing but a paper tag or a house of cards or whatever, because they operate in darkness. They sneak, they lie, they you know they sneak around, they do everything, they do everything in darkness. So that tells me right there they ain't all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't all that because if they because see I came up in the streets. Okay, there's somebody, I mean, somebody, I mean, is, um, that's over you or, you know, that's bad or whatever, they'll just walk up to you, get in your face and say, yeah, now what's up? What you going to do about it? Okay, but the fact that they got to sneak around and do everything in darkness tells me they're not all that. They're not to be taken lightly now, but they're not as strong as they, as, um, as they appear to be to many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Never give your allegiance to Satan, you guys. That's just the bottom line. Never. He's a great deceiver. Right. He's a deceiver, right. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, like I said, he's not all that. No, not at all. Uh-huh. Thank you, Charles. Right. I'll put you on hold. Okay, I'm trying to see if she's still there. Ma'am, are you still there? The lady from Texas? I guess she's listening. She has not hung up. All right, we have two more. Hello? Hi, Renata. Scott. Thanks, Joe. Hi, um. Yeah, I'm assuming the lady's still listening. One, I don't know who our breath just finished exercising. One, it looks like uh, we'll even admit that. Like, Scott, speak up a little bit if you can, please. Okay, one second. I got you on speaker. Hold on. Hold okay. on, Renata. Mm-hmm. One second. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, like, I don't know if they're even going to admit anything if she approaches them. Um, I can understand. I honestly understand she wants her suffering to stop, but she sounds like a decent, sensitive woman, um, person, and I'm sure she's like, sounds like she's in her 40s or 50s, and she's lived long enough, and she's known enough people, and she's experienced enough, and she must know it's like to lose a loved one or have someone she cares about go through severe problems with mental illness. Maybe she's been severely depressed herself sometime in her life, and have enough empathy to understand that these people literally, you know, through circumstances, through isolating you, and they have high-tech weapons. It's very real. But they literally have caused people to commit suicide, to kill innocent people. And I'm saying that about the perps, the people they thought were perps. Statistically speaking, it happens. 
but about, you know, hundreds of individuals take their lives. Um, that leaves, like, families about mother, father, sister, brother, people on down the line. The point is, psychological suffering alone is beyond belief, um, and it's horrible. And to be part of this, it's like, I can understand, again, I have enough empathy, more than enough to understand she wants suffering to stop and future suffering to stop. I get it. But it's not going to make things better. You'll compromise everything who you are. You literally will be a slave to the end of this program, man. And your life will not necessarily get a lot better. It's going to get a lot worse. And you'll really hate yourself in time. Especially since you sound like you have a very strong conscience. The fact that you're calling into this call shows you're very, very uncertain as to what to do. But you do this, um, believe me, especially since you sound like you care. You're going to be given orders to do things that are going to make innocent people crawl out of their skin. One of the very untimely you're going to cause people to have panic attacks, like I said, to eventually kill themselves. People who are isolated and they're using mind control crap on them. Weaponry and tactics, military tactics, basically great tactics, psychological operations. What you would do as a perpetrator if you got the job, but I doubt if they're just going to have to prove it true. I think that the point is what you would have to do, you wouldn't be able to live with yourself based on the way you sound right now. And I'm sure some targets have made deals. It just makes sense. But I believe that the closest point is people want suffering to stop. I think your life's going to get a lot worse if you go on the other side, so to speak. And it's not even the other side. These people really are robotic and slaves. And they may have crappy grins, but they're not happy for stole people. Even if they're not godly people. I mean, God makes a huge difference. I used to be an atheist, and I embrace the idea of God now. I believe in God. The point is, um, these people, God or not, no belief in God, church, no church. They're just mean, heartless, cold-blooded, like we're now saying, just psychopathic, sociopath, narcissist, but they have no warmth or decency in them. You sound, man, like a very caring, decent person, like I said. You do this, you're not going to be able to live with yourself, you're going to hate yourself. You think you're, you know, if you think you're uh, like going through a lot of suffering now, um, you're going to start doing things if they take you on as a perpetrator. You're going to do things to other people that you'll just get into some serious depression online. I can guarantee it. You will hate yourself more than you could ever imagine. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not being mean in any way. I'm not. I understand. Again, and there's, I don't get too much in the way of like electronic stuff. I'm like, not upset. I mean, it's just, I'm just jerking all in. But I have been aged a lot. I used to look like 10 years younger. I'm like 53 now. I should not look as old as I do. And they do a number on people's minds. They make people feel guilty. They make them think they're crazy through their gaslighting. They put people through mental health, and I'm not talking about myself. Suffering is a relative term. But to do this, like I said, you would absolutely hate yourself. And your life, as you know, would uh, be no longer back. Because this thing is literally, literally like the mafia. They do not let ex-perps. You see, that's why you don't see any ex-perps on YouTube or anywhere else. This is a very secretive program. So if you think you have very little power and control now, if you were to join the other side, so to speak, your life would be totally taken over. Whatever free will you have, whatever real inner joy will be soon extinguished. And that's all I have to say. And uh, that's the luck in your decision. But please, like, remember, it, this thing kills people and it puts them through mental torment and physical. It's horrible. That's all I have to say right now. Thank you, Scott. Ma'am, are you there? Maybe she's just being quiet. I don't blame her. Yeah, but I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that she's um, she's being honest. She's being honest. You know, some people want the suffering to stop so bad that they, you know, they will go to the other side. 
it takes a lot of courage. The fact that she's thinking about it even shows uh, a ton of stuff, uh, courage and backbone. Because a lot of people approach with this stuff would like immediately take the deal to like get the stuff from yourself. It's like any other kind of torture, physical, mental, whatever. Both. Um, you're going to make whatever deal to make a stop. It's like you're in Guantanamo, or like torture. People, I'm not minimizing it like just by, but people do and say anything to stop the torture. It's just about anything. But like I've said in my case, and I'm not being holier than now, I don't mean that it is like that's great, of course. Um, I've lost so much of this program. I'm not crying murder. I'm not crying victim. None of that. Um, there's no way I could possibly make a deal. It's just, but I understand, like I said, her side of the story. I really, really do. But she's probably, you know, like, um, for one thing, obviously the monitoring this call since she's on a 24-7 surveillance like everyone else. But, um, you know, it's, it, it would just destroy her life. Everything she values about herself, her self-esteem, her self-respect, her pride. Because even after all they've done that, I like to tell you, it's my impression, and it's a good one, is that most of these, most of us have our pride, our self-esteem, our self-respect. I mean, our self-esteem takes a beating and spur, and it, it really, and people, like you said, they lose careers, they lose marriages, they lose things they built up. But the thing is, at least we can say we have been or tried to be loyal to who and what we are as people. You know, I mean, this program has changed me, for example, and Jerome was mentioned he's been changed a little bit. But we're essentially good and decent people at the core. They can't change that and they can't take it away. I don't know about an afterlife. I like to believe there's something, but when my time comes, I really do want to believe in my own way that I tried to be loyal to who I am, that I wasn't a main SOB, and I tried to do the good thing. At least I tried. And I, that, that means that's priceless. You can't take that away unless you like to switch allegiance. So you can force yourself to be a person you weren't meant to be, and that you really should be loyal to who and what she is, no matter what. That's true. So that's Okay, I'm having a problem with my um, having a problem getting back into the chat room. Um, but I can tell just by the fact that um, that the lady you know brought this to us um, that she's a decent person, and I can tell you that you you will not sleep good at night because this is the type of thing that is going to take you further than you want to go. You have to really? be able to look at yourself in the mirror and, like, not be disgusted yeah. by who you see. And you, you won't be able to because, you know what, they'll probably start out having you do something simple, and then before you know it, you're in the full-out torture of another human being. And, and I can tell just by the fact that, you know, you are questioning this that you know that it's not the right thing to do. So what you need to do, ma'am, you and anyone else considering, is um, – you need to watch this Nicolas Cage movie, Seeking Justice, because it shows the uh, perpetrator perspective of things and one of the ways that they recruit people. It's, it's not the only way, but it's one of the ways that they recruit people. And in this movie, um, the guy, he doesn't even know the truth about how you know they're using him. And they have him do one simple little thing, which is to go to um, a park, and look at this lady while she's at the zoo with her uh, daughter and drop something in a a mailbox. That was simple enough. And that was uh, a favor pretty much that this uh, perp owed these people for, uh, for taking care of someone who raped his wife. And before you know it, they have this man um, killing people and doing things that goes all the way against what he believes in. 
So, um, you know, there's truth in fiction. So I think if you saw that movie, it will help you to understand how these people care nothing about you. And they get you caught up in these things, and the minute you decide that you don't want to do it anymore, then they'll bring out all the crimes that they had you commit, and you'll end up in jail or dead somewhere. So it's not a noble job, not at all. So check out that movie, ma'am. It's called Seeking Justice. Actually, I was going to add real quick. um, Um, I was going to say, and then you'll you'll understand it a little more. Okay, go ahead, Scott. Real quick, uh, Renata has a great YouTube channel that sums a lot of this stuff up called uh, God is Our Protector, one word, God is Our Protector. That's her YouTube channel. And you may not endorse this, Renata, but um, I've played it over 100 times in the past. Well, a few dozen. But it's called uh, What Every T.I. Should Know. It has a lot of commentary. I know you didn't write the original paper, but you added a ton of great commentary. And it's on uh, Eldon Brown's YouTube channel. It's called What Every T.I. Should Know. And it's a little older, but, I mean, it sums the stuff up beautifully, as does Renata's commentary. She's learned a ton of stuff since then, as we all have. But what every T.I. should know will give you a really good idea of what it does to people. And it's it's a great primer on uh, targeted individuals. It's, it's invaluable. And with that, I'll mute myself. And, uh, you know, best of luck, man, okay. in your decision. All right. Thank you, Scott. All right. I'm still trying to get back into um, the chat room, you guys. Having a problem. Give me one moment. Ma'am, are you still there? The lady who asked the question um, from Texas? Okay. Does not look like you hung up, so I'm assuming you're just listening. I hope we're not being hard on you. We're just trying to give you information. The point is not to, um, you know, to bash you or anything. That's not that's not what we're trying to do. Hello, Colorado. Hello, Renata, and everyone. Um, I just want to say that um, I'm glad that she is listening to everybody's opinions and she's given us a lot of thought and consideration whether to do the to do the right thing and I think she will do the right thing in the end because there's consequences for actions and nothing lasts forever. And when so we true. find things when we find things so hard, um I find when I um say the serenity prayer it helps it helps me to um feel more at ease. Mhm. Thank you so for I your comment. You, I wish her the best of health and happiness, and please give this a lot of thought. Yeah, the very right good. Thing. But she sounds like a very good person and a decent person that's giving a lot of thought and is listening to everything we have to say. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, you have to ask yourself, is this a career you will be proud of? You know, and I'm just one of those people, I feel like anything that you have to keep a secret, something, something's not right. If, if you can't, if I can't ask you, what do you do for a living? You know, and you say, oh, I'm an attorney or I'm a doctor or I'm a, you know, something noble. If you have to keep your career a secret, something's not right. That's how I feel. 
you want to do something that you're proud of. You don't want to do anything that's going to hurt humanity. You want to help humanity. Okay, I'm trying to unmute. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Bat Baby. Hi, Renata. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? I came in kind of late, but what I'm gathering is somebody called in and was thinking about becoming a perp, and you guys are trying to advise them. Um, Okay, so um, a lady by the name of Ruth called in and said that her targeting is a bit unusual. She says that she is more affected by the people around her who are being targeted, and her boyfriend is currently being targeted in his workplace, which he works works with children, and they're trying to set him up at work. One of the children said that um, he was assaulted by her boyfriend, and now there's this big thing, and they're trying to figure out whether to prosecute him or not. So we're kind of trying to kind of trying to force them into it. Right. So Ruth is saying that she's considering uh joining forces with them in hopes that oh. it will lessen her targeting and the targeting of her boyfriend. So I Isn't asked her since we were hold on one second. About... Hold on. So I asked her how I'm just gonna recap for others who kinda of came in late. So I asked her, you know, how she would go about joining with them. And she said that she would probably approach them. I believe that's what she said, that she would probably approach them because they have not approached her, but she would probably approach them. And she said she does not know a whole lot about targeting. So we're just trying to give her some insight and give her information on um, how horrible this targeting has been for us and how it has destroyed a lot of people's lives. I mean, people are homeless because of this. People have lost everything. Their animals have died. People have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people suffer in this program. So we're trying to give her some insight. We're not trying to bash her. We're just simply trying to make her um, aware of um, how serious this is. Okay, yeah. so you have anything you want to share with her? Well, I think it's interesting that uh, that this is what the subject is, considering that what we were going to talk about, uh, me interviewing a perp. And uh, also I've had talked to people that had called in to my show. And, uh, well, one was an elderly man. He called in after we stopped the recording. We were just all talking. And Mm -hmm. uh, he said that he answered an ad in uh, New York. This was probably around 2006, 2007. He was scared to death, elderly man. Uh, he said that he answered an ad for Neighborhood Watch and that he joined up this Neighborhood Watch thing, and then they started telling him he had to break into people's houses and put poison down, and he and he said, I'm a Christian. I can't do things like that. And so he didn't want no part of them, and they targeted him. And then there was another guy that had called in that I'd say that was when I was doing calls with Chris maybe around 2004, we were doing the free conference call thing. And there was a guy that called in there, and he explained how he knew how he became a target. And I said, really? Because a lot of us, 
you know, we wonder, did we do something? Who who put us in this? Blah, blah, blah. But he said that he was hanging around with a bunch of thugs, acting like he was cool. And uh, they told him one time when they were hanging out, oh, man, you're really cool. Let me talk to my head supervisor and you can join our group. So he came back and they were hanging out and they, he said to him, yeah, I talked to my supervisor. And he said, bring you by and uh, let's check you out. And he goes, well, what kind? he didn't even know what kind of group it was. He goes, well, what kind of group is this? And the guy says, to him, oh, it's really cool, man. He goes, we get to break in people's houses and steal their shit and poison them, move stuff around, harass them, and try to drive them crazy and use these electronic weapons on them. And he goes, and we never get in trouble because law enforcement's instructed to look the other way. And he goes, we well, really don't even have to go shopping anymore, dude. You do your shopping in their house. And the guy said, I don't want to do that and because he didn't want to do it and then he already knew who these people were, they targeted him. And they started uh, radiating his nieces and nephews because he wasn't married. But every time he went around his sister's house, they would radiate the children. And, uh, you know, and he said that he felt bad that he brought that on his family. But from what a lot that perpetrator that I interviewed he said in the interview, I don't know if you're going to play it or not, but in the interview he said that if he didn't do this to us, they do that, well, that, that to him. Maybe. Hold on one second. We're going to come back to that whole thing. Did you want to give this um, lady any advice on well, why she My advice not would be you've got to guts to murder because that's what you're going to slowly be doing is murdering. And once you get into it, if you try to get out of it, they will go after anybody and everybody that's near and dear to you. Like you're, if you've got a child, a niece, a nephew, a husband, a loved one, uh, maybe a cousin, I don't know, anybody that's near and dear to you, they will threaten you that, to do what they say. So uh, do you really, in your heart, want to bring this upon people that you love? You think you're being hurt now? Do you want to bring that whole world of hurt down on anybody that you know? Because that's what you're putting yourself into. Are you still with me, Renata? Yes. I'm sorry. I had you guys on mute. Okay. So thank you, Bad Baby. I'm going to put you on mute, and I'm going to come back to you because you are one of our guests today. Okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Bad Baby is a guest today. Okay, uh, ma'am, I really hope that um, that we helped you. Uh, I think that there was some good information that went forth. Um, and the bottom line is you will be um, giving your allegiance to Satan if you do this. You will be working for the elite to... Um, to work towards the agenda of depopulating the planet, you will be taking part in murders, um, and we and we want you to know that. Okay, so I, I think just the fact that you reached out to us shows that that you do have a conscience and that you know that that's not the right thing to do. So I hope that you make the right decision for yourself. Okay. All right. So thank all of you who um, who gave her information. 
Um, you know, if we can just help to uh, to turn one person around from becoming a perpetrator, then we've done our job. Okay, any perpetrators out there, I hope you listen to this, and um, I hope you turn from your wicked ways because it, it is not uh, a pleasant experience for us to uh, to become tortured every day and to have to deal with the pain that they inflict on our bodies, the sleepless nights, you know, the worrying about how we're going to take care of ourselves and our families and our pets and Um, you know, to deal with being uh, harassed everywhere you go, uh, workplace mobs, you know, all of this for something that you're not even guilty of. You know, this is like a life sentence for us, um, and it's not right. People who commit real crimes, the real criminals, they go and they do their time and, and they live, you know, a wonderful life. But we are subjected to this torture every day, and we've done nothing wrong. So I I hope you guys who are involved in targeting other people, I hope you reconsider, you know. And there there is a way out, you know. These these people, they want you to think that there's no way out, but you will need to seek the Lord to get out of that because those people will torture you when you try to get out of it. They'll torture you worse than they're torturing us. And they will go so far as to kill kill you if you are not under the covering of the Lord. So repent, ask God to forgive you, uh, give us any information that you can give us that will help us because you guys know a lot about um, this targeting and what they're doing to us. So if you, if you know anything, share it. Share it with us. Okay? All right. So we're going to move on, move on from that topic, and I hope that that helped you, ma'am. All right, uh, Ken, are you still here? Let's see. All right, Ken Rhodes is going to share something with us, and then Bad Baby is going to share something. Hello, Mr. Rhodes. What do you say, Renata? Uh, Renata, I I want to talk about the the Hammonds up in Oregon. Because three, four weeks ago, I went up there and went to talk to the sheriff trying to get him to go in and beat and do what's right because these people, this goes back 16 years. They had okay, a fire. Okay, can I just give a little, can I just give a little introduction? Sure. On that. Okay, so Ken sends an, um, an email around. Um, he sends a lot of emails, but he sent one that caught my attention, and it has to do with the family that, that lives up in Oregon. Um, he's going to give the details because I don't know the details, but but I did take the time to look at the video, and from what I gathered, um, these, these these people, there's a family who lives somewhere up uh, towards um, Oregon, and these people are uh, being targeted, and it has to do with um, a land grab where they're trying to grab these people's land. And there was something about a fire, and the officials in Oregon is setting all this um, – land on fire up there, and, and Ken will tell you more, but that's just a, a little brief of what I got out of it. So there's a petition going around trying to help these people because they're putting the son and the father in jail. So I signed the petition. I'm asking you guys to sign the petition. Um, Ken, I don't know if you can put it in the chat room, but I can't put the link in the chat room or if you can just direct people how to get to 
um, the YouTube video and the link because my computer is not working right, so I can't put it in the chat room. But um, we're just asking you guys to just help these people out because if it were you, you would want someone to help you. And um, you'd be surprised if a lot of people sign this petition, it may keep these people out of jail. But according to Ken, these people are innocent, they're being targeted, and he's trying to help them, and he's asking us to help them. So go ahead, Ken. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, Renata. Three weeks ago, Renata, I, when I heard about this, this came out from the Bundys. They, you know, they called me up, and Alvin asked me if I was, you know, because I, I was in California, if I drive over there and talk to the sheriff. So I did that. And I thought the sheriff was going to be a constitutional sheriff because these people got convicted for absolutely, they got convicted as terrorists. Now, these are ranchers that's been up there for probably 100 years, even though they didn't run the ranch. Their people before them ran it. So what happened? They had a fire, lightning struck on the BLM land, and it really isn't BLM that, BLM is Bureau of Land Management. It's actually the state's land, but they th- but the federal government thinks they own it. So the lightning struck the, and started to fire, and it was coming towards their house and their barns. So they do like any rancher does. They went out and did a back burn. So that way when the fire gets there, they, they don't jump over it. You know, they burn probably two or three acres so it don't jump over. So now... The fire got out of control. It burned 130 acres of BLM land. And, my, and most people think 130 acres is a lot of land. It's really not for a ranch because there's thousands of acres out there. So they, they didn't do any harm, but they came back and charged them as being terrorists. And that's what they went That's what they went to court on. And then they said, yes, we, we did start the fire. That's all the jury was allowed to hear that they started firing, and that's what they were charged with, so they found them guilty. Now, the first judge who heard the case, it was a five-year uh, minimum sentence. He said, I can't. He said, I cannot sentence these people to five years. He said, they, you know, he said the jury didn't hear it, so he sentenced them to one, the, one, the young son to one year and the, the father, which is 74, to three months. So then he retired. They went back into court and got the appellate court to, to re-sentence them all the way to their, to give them the full term of their sentence because they're trying to take their land. The BLM made them sign a waiver because they fined them $400,000, which they can't pay. So if they're not very careful, if the men are not around, they're going to lose the ranch. So they, they're going to, now in January the 6th, they're going to put them back in jail, come after they've already released them, come out and get them again, and put him in jail. Well, the, Mr. Alvin's 74, so that's going to be like a death sentence to him. So they started, everybody started raising hell about it up there. So they went they went to the, the Hellman's and told them, if you don't quit associating with these people, we're going to come out and get you early. So they're scared. You know, they know that they're trying to set it up so their wife can run the ranch when they're gone and still hold on to it, which I doubt if they can. And now here's the here's the the moral of the story is when they got in trouble with the BLM, all the other ranchers around them started shunning them. They wouldn't talk to them because you know they didn't want to get involved. It was it wasn't them that the government was kind of. They didn't want to get involved. They wouldn't speak to them. The 
Miss Hamlin says she went to town that friends that she'd had for 50 years wouldn't even look at her, wouldn't even talk to her. So now two weeks after they sent us to Hamlin, the BLM went out there and literally burnt thousands and thousands of acres. They burned up one rancher's house, all of his barns, and the, the video was on the link if Bernada uh, could send it around if any of you want it. I don't know how to get just that linked off, but she's got it, so she can send it to you. And they're trying to sign a petition to keep these people from going to jail. Let's let's rehear this case and find out how they got charged as terrorists. But that's what happens when we don't stand up for each other. You know, when you when you're a coward, you don't stand up for each other. Then they're going to come for you separately. And I think these ranchers, they had to do it again. They might decide to come all out and speak on this at one time. If all of them had stood up with the Hammonds, they might have been able to defeat the BLM because it's a very corrupt organization. So Okay, so let me just let me just say, um, excuse me, Ken, anyone who wants to um to sign this petition, send me an email and let me know and I'll forward you um the YouTube video so you can understand it better and the petition. I'm just not able to get on my computer so I can't put the link in the chat room. But Ken, um I wanted to ask you when I watched the video they were showing, I guess that's the BLM, the Boston, I don't even know what that stands for, but um, they look like some sort of firefighters. And they were setting all this land on fire. That's, that's what made me mad. They were setting all this on fire. Why were they doing that? They, they, wanna, they, want, them, they want them ranchers' land, too. So when they didn't stand up for the Hammonds, now they came after them because they've been buying up all the land. They've been... If you if you go back and study your history, uh, Germany did this and Russia did the same things before they got taken over. They want all the land so the people can't feed people. They want to control us 100% all the way down to, to from the day you get up to you go to bed at night for the rest of your life. So that, that's what this is all coming to, and we're all in trouble. You know, it reminded me. It reminded me when I went to uh, this past summer when I went to Yosemite National Park, and the whole forest was burnt down. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Tree after tree after tree. I don't think people understand that these people are trying to kill off the land, kill off everything, everything, so that when they want to take us over completely, we can't survive off of anything. Exactly, because the, these people used we used to depend on back in in the 30s and even in the 40s. If if we got in trouble, the farmers without you you could always get food from them. They're trying to shut that down. They've been they've been doing that with the the GEO engineering in California. They've been shutting the water off from all the ranchers up there. So they all I think they all better start getting together and figure out what's going on and if they're going to stand up against this or if they're just going to let it be run over one at a time. That's, that's the way I'm looking. It's the same with the target individuals. We don't all stand up together. We can all hang separately because we're living in very evil times right now. Very true. Well, thank you for sharing that, Ken. And you guys, um, send me an email, and I'll, I'll be happy to send you what Ken sent to me because... We need to sign that petition so that these people won't go to jail. It was just a simple, it didn't even take me a minute to fill it out. Right. 
Hey, Renata, I'd like to, I don't know who the woman is that she tells you that our birth certificates are traded on the stock market. If she's got any proof or any link to that, I'd love to see that because I've been trained by a lawyer that didn't take his bar because he wouldn't take it because when he seen what it was, now now we're practicing, the, we call it Republic Law, and he says that's a distraction. The people, they, they actually think that, and I've been told that many times that our birth certificates are traded on the stock market. If anybody's got proof of that or anything where you can find it, I'd love to have that. Well, I can because, send you the video that I watched um, that was pretty convincing. I'll send that to you, Ken. Um, the person who you're speaking of, that's Patrice, and she was actually going to talk more about that today, but she's sick today, so she's not going to be here. But um, I, I will send you what I have, and I will ask okay. her what, what information she has as well. All right. Well, all of you have a blessed day, and I hope that everybody has signed this. It, it, it'd be better than me having to go up and stand in front of guns again, because I will be there if, if we don't get it done. So. Thank you. Thank you for all okay. you do, Ken. You do so much uh, in the community. I do want to ask you one last question, and you can speak on this or not. But sure. I, I did hear that there's even more shakeup at FFBHS and that some other people have left. And um, it, it's just, it, it makes me sad because now we have, I think, three different corporations or whatever. I don't know if these people are setting up as corporations. But well, we started out with the FFCHS. Now here there's two others um, coming up. Um, and I guess that could be a good thing, you know, but we just, I just see COINTELPRO written all over all of this stuff because they're definitely dividing the community who was already divided. Now it's even worse. Um, and that's how they conquer all of us. So it, it, do you want to speak on any of the latest developments? Or? Sure. I, I, we, had a, we had a guy on the board. And I'll call him because it was Neil. And I don't know what he'd done before I got there, but he got a hold of the the, the 66339, the conference call number. We've had it for years. As long as I can remember, that's the number we dial. Well, while he was moderating the calls for him, he changed that over to his name and his and his email. And so when, he, when we voted him off the board, he wasn't going to give that number up. And it, it, come, it become a big fight. So finally, he did give it up. At the, you know, I think that was like on Thursday or Friday. Because we sent him a notice that we do not want him to be the moderator. Because I had to get Pete involved and call him up, and 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 he and he was going on about what he's done. What I said it has nothing to do about what you've done, Neil. We want our past code back. So otherwise, we couldn't have had a Saturday night call last night. So. That's what happened there. So, you know what? No matter whether you got one group or three groups, if all of them are doing the right thing, I don't see nothing wrong with three groups. But if you're going to try to take over somebody else's group and shut one down, I call that maybe being a little bit dishonest. So. Yeah, I, I just feel torn because um, Neil seems like a, a, a nice guy. Um, kids, it seems nice. Uh, I don't really know them well, but you know the few interactions I had with them, they were, you know, they were they were nice. Um, Skizzit seems to be very creative um, with her website and everything. Uh, so I, I mean, I would just wish the best for everyone involved. I really do. Right. Well, I hope they're gone, but but still, you know, the thing is, when you refuse to give up the number, that number didn't belong to him. 
It belonged to FLCHS. It, and believe it or not, we I thought we had a very good call last night. We had about 180 people on the call before the night's over. So it is it is going to come back and be a stronger group. And it's, I think it, as long as I'm there, it's going to be run honest or I won't be there. So. Well, good, so, good. That's what we need, people with honesty and integrity. Very good. Okay. Keep up the good work with everything, and thank you. Everything okay, Rinaldo, you thank, you for, thank you for letting me explain it today. Okay. Thanks, Ken. Okay. Bye-bye. I really, um, really love Ken. Ken is one of the few people in this community who is really taking his role seriously, and he is um, all about helping the people. I love that. Okay. Let me see something here. Hello? Hello? Hello, this is Ruth. Hello. Okay. Oh, I was just talking. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know I was on mute. Okay. So I'm going to unmute Bad Baby in a minute who's going to talk with us about um, some perpetrator stuff. Like she was saying earlier, it's, um, it was um, amazing that this lady had called in, you know, talking about becoming a perp because that's exactly what uh, Bad Baby was going to share with us, some of the information that she has um, on previous people that she has spoken with. Um, that were perpetrators, so kind of a coincidence there. However, um, before Bad Baby comes on, I want to explain something. Okay, so last Saturday I put a um, a recording on my YouTube channel, um, and I think it was called uh, Must Hear Perpetrator Conversation or something like that. Okay, so in the video I kind of prefaced because it was a recording, and I just happened to be listening to things on TalkShoe when I came into that recording. That recording did not come from Bad Baby's Call. It came from another person, which the guy never gave his name, so I didn't mention his name in the video. So in the video, I referred to him as he, and I referred to Bad Baby as she. Yes, I did know that was Bad Baby, because I know Bad Baby well, and I know her voice. Um, But let me explain why I did not say her name. I did not say Bad Baby's name on there because of the fact that recently in the past, people have sent me information and I said their name and they were not happy about that. They asked me why I said their name. And so I'm learning not to say people's names, okay? So that's why I didn't do that. Um, Several people have my work on YouTube. Some of them mention my name. No, I don't think any of them do, actually. No, they don't. They have it on their channels. 
Um, and they didn't ask me my permission, but I'm okay with it because I feel it's, ha- it's helping the um, community. However, um, one of the people, I think he says a little bit more about me than I would like, and I've tried to reach him but have been as unsuccessful with that. So some people want you to say their name. Some people don't. So I'm just learning just not to say people's names because I've gotten chewed out about it, okay? So um, that is why I did not mention Bad Baby's name because I didn't just want to just put her information out there without her permission. So that is where I was wrong because I should have checked with her and then she would have told me that it was okay. Okay, so Bad Baby contacted me, put something on my web page, and, you know, she wasn't happy about the fact that I referred to her as she. So we straightened it out. I explained to her why I referred to her that way, which is what I just told you guys, that I just, you know, I wasn't comfortable because so many people say, so so many people want to be anonymous. Okay, so my mistake was I should have contacted her. Okay, so that's all squared away. I have since um, changed the title of the video to let people know that that is Bad Baby now that I have her permission to do that. And I gave her call-in number and all of that. Now, the guy whose show that actually was, I can't give him credit because I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. Um, but the the point is, I only put it out there because I thought, I still feel that the person who called in um, to that call, I think he was a legitimate perp. And I think that he gave the community some very useful information about chemicals and about um, how to shield and about why some of them become involved. And I just thought it was things that we could use. That was the only reason why I put it out there. Anyone who knows me clearly knows that's not my voice, nor did I ever say that it was um, in the video. So it's not me, like, trying to take credit for anything. I just wanted to... You know, I'm always looking out for the community. So I just wanted to put that out there to um, hopefully help someone, and I think it did because it's getting a good response out there. Okay, so I don't want to have any bad blood with anybody. That's not my intent. All right. He says that he made a comment on the video stating that the guy seems credible. Also, um, Keith had a um, has something on his um on his website where a perp uh, contacted him, I think, for some sort of information. All right, so I'm going to unmute Bad Baby. She is going to give us more information on uh, what she knows about this whole perp operation, okay? Let me see. I'm trying to get you unmuted. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Bad Baby. Hi, Renata. Hi, everybody. Um, Before we get started on that, Renata, let me explain now why I was upset about you not saying that it was me because of something that had happened with one of my shows, and someone had contacted me that there was another conference call going on and that the person that was running that call was playing a part of my show on their call and pretending like me and independents were calling in and sharing information with them. And then in the middle of my interview that they were playing, they cut it off, and then somebody said, what happened to them? They sounded like they knew what they were talking about. 
And someone and the person that was running that call said, I don't know, they must have got knocked off the call. Maybe they'll call back in. Well this third person had called me and told me that this was going on and that they they patched me in and let me listen. This is what I was hearing. And so I spoke up and I said, Well, first of all, that person and the other person can't call in because that's part of my radio show. And I think that's very deceiving to targets to do something like that. And it's also illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of why I was upset because I'm getting tired of people taking clips of this or clips of that and deceiving other people it's wrong. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm a public figure out here anyways. So, you know, we've hashed it out. I love you. I'll always love you. No no big deal. I just kind of got a little ruffled there, but that's why I got ruffled because yeah, I'm getting no, no, no. of the I, deception I that's not, going on out here. Yeah, no, 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 no. I definitely did not have any kind of bad intent there. Um, so whose car was that, Bad Baby? Because I'm still... I, you know, it was back in 2009. Um, yeah. I was just kind of... I don't even think I was on the air at that time. I just kind of was looking around to see if there were any calls. And it was a new call. And the guy only did that one call. And then yeah, I started thinking about it afterwards was, you know, because I was like the only one on that call. And I started well, I thinking, was, wow, was, actually, was that a setup was, or something? But yeah, I, I knew it glad. wasn't because the guy that was doing the call, he had a guest on there, and the, they didn't really know what they were talking about. In neither fact, they kept asking me everything about targeting. Yeah, you know, neither so, one of them uh, knew about targeting, so I was glad yeah, that, and you, the, and the thing that you is, took over. When the called in, the guy that was running that, and I think his name was Keith or Tony or something like that. It was a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. He just didn't know what to ask the guy. So I just kind of, like, took over and started bombarding him with questions. Yeah, no, I was glad that you did. And, again, I apologize because I should have contacted you first. I just, I don't, I, I've learned not to just say, you know, mention people's name because some people like it, some people don't. Um, so we're not, you and I are the same. I mean, we have the same kind of personality. We shoot from the hip and we aren't afraid to confront someone or ask them or say to their face, you know, so that's how me and you have always been. If we had something that was going on, we'd call each other up and say, hey, what's your problem? Yeah, you know? yeah. Keep it that so, way. I like it that way. It's honesty. Yeah. We need more uh-huh. of it out here. Right. So there's no bad blood. I just, you know, when I come across something uh, that I think will benefit the community, I want to put it out there. And I, I just think that that was a, a, an excellent interview. Um, I'm really appreciative of the fact that you were able to get the guy to talk. You know, you were really, and the guy, you know, I mean, people made comments on my YouTube page about that video. Um, One lady said, there is no perp in the world that would feel bad for us and come clean, but I'm telling you, some people really do feel forced to do it. there's a video right now that I watched last night. I'll try to find it and I'll send it to you and you can post it in the room. And the guy was a perp. He worked for the government. He used uh, microwave weapons on people, and he explains a little bit about why they microwave some of the people, who they pick. And he said that he always felt when he was microwaving his uh, targets that they deserved it because they were they were shown a file and that they you know got away with some kind of crime or something. And and he goes, but the last two people 
that he was microwaving. He couldn't stand it because they didn't do anything wrong. They were really good. He couldn't find anything wrong with them. And the reason that they had been picked was because of their DNA, he said. They, he said that I'll have to find the video. It's very interesting. He said the DNA of certain people is of an interest with them, and they want to know how it affects their blood when they're microwaving them for some I'll reason. Place, yeah, please send that to me if you can. So he couldn't, he couldn't stomach it anymore. See, and this is what this woman has to realize. Once you get in, if you can't stomach it, you aren't getting out. So he couldn't stomach it, and he left, and now he is targeted. And he said they're re- relentless at him, you know, worse than what he did to people. But that's what right. you do when you double-cross the double-crossers. That's what you right. get. I mean, yeah, I would think that they would target them harder because they know the secrets, you know, if not, kill them. Well, know, he, and their family. He, uh, and their I family. just saw that. Um, it was a video that was put up with, um, oh, what's her name? The one that was in the MK altar. I can't think of her name right now. She was the one, she was from Michigan and she was sold to the White House as a sex slave. Kathy O'Brien. Yeah. There was a video that was on a page talking about mind control, and he was on there. His video was on there, and a video that Kathy O'Brien had did about how what mind control they did to her, and how they traumatize you to split the brain. When you're traumatized, you don't think correctly, and they can get you to do things that you don't want to do, and it has to do with trauma-based. Induce trauma base, you know, for mind control. Mm-hmm. You know, I was okay. that. Okay, bad baby. So in 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 this interview that you did with the perp, you mentioned one of the things you mentioned is um, a school or some kind of training that they go to. Can you tell us more about that? Oh yeah. Well, one of the reasons why he called in is he had asked me how I knew that they went to a school in Texas for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I told him that was none of his business. And he said, well, you aren't supposed to know that. No one's supposed to know that. That's highly top-secret information. Well, the way Mm -hmm. that I knew it was because when I first became targeted, and this is something some targets might want to do, I wanted to know how what they were up to over there. On the other side of my property, they had a headquarters. About every two weeks, all the perps would go over there. They'd have a big barbecue and a bonfire, and they'd play music. And I, and Independence is right. Uh, it's union-related. Everybody that was getting out of them cars had union hats on, union shirts, and a lot of them trucks were the trucks that followed me around. So I knew that my, it was a perp party, you know, and I wanted to know what they were saying. So I thought, well, there's got to be some way that, I, you know, the best way to conquer your opponent is to study them. You know, mm-hmm. this is a war. That's the first thing you got to get through your head. This is a war. So if you want to conquer your po- opponent, you study them, and you do the same thing they do to you. Keep track of who's watching you. Watch when they come home and when they don't come home. This way it'll, you'll know when you can leave because of watching their schedule like they do to you. Well, I knew they listened to me, and I wanted to know how to listen to them. So what I did was I started looking at stuff on uh, websites for spying on people. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. sound like a perp. (laughs) Anyways, 
I found this device called a parabolic microphone, and it was really cheap. It was $58, and it looks like a little satellite dish, and it has a little trigger on it, and you put headphones on, you plug it in the handle, and you can even plug in a voice-activated tape recorder. I never did that. I never did any tape recorder thing. I just wanted to know what they were saying over there. So I was listening to them, and they were arguing. Two of them were arguing about going to this camp. And uh, and I'm like, what camp, you know? And so I'm listening, and, they, and the one guy was saying, well, I'm not, I can't go, man. I can't get someone to watch my kids. And then the other guy said, well, they don't like it when you mess with their schedules, and you better get something straight. And, and uh, so I eavesdropped on them, and I heard them talking that they go to this camp in Texas. It's a closed-down military base, and they get trained for two weeks to how to work the weapons, how to, uh, and, and they also get a handbook that tells all the same stuff, how to, you know, gaslight you, how to, you know, gang stalk you, street theater. That's why when you get targets from California and Texas and Florida, and they all say, well, yeah, yeah, they did that to me too. They did that to me too. That's because they all go to that camp, and they get trained for the same thing. That's how it, how it works. Mm. And, you know, it, I would suggest if you got someone around you that's targeting you to get one of those parabolic microphones because you can pick up some of the stuff that they're saying about you. Mm-hmm. That's and, interesting. Was, it might be a little more now. I don't know because I bought mine, like, back in 2004 or five. And I think I only paid fifty-eight bucks for it. I think I got it on uh, BrickHouseSecurity.com. Okay. But yeah, right, they so, were. Uh, and then when to, this guy, I had a litter of puppies out there in the kennel one night, and uh, I had the puppies out in the yard, and one of the perps' kids was walking past my driveway, and he looked up and he went, oh, "She's got puppies in there." And he turned around, and he ran back up to their house, and I, I just thought, oh, now they know I got puppies out here. You know, and they were purebreds. They were worth money. And uh, so I had, you know, of course, I'm going to keep an eye on them. And, of course, my female, she is no stupid dog. But they actually came in the yard that night, and I had that parabolic microphone sticking out the window, and I was listening. And I could hear them whispering, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. And uh, they were on the side of my barn, on the other side where I couldn't see. And my dog was standing in the in the doorway of the kennel because I never keep the door shut. You know, I let her come out. And the puppies were in the doghouse. And I could hear them out there whispering, and they were pounding on the side of the barn, boom, 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 boom. And my dog would just stand there and go, Ugh. But what they were trying to do was lure her out of that kennel so mm. they could go in and steal some puppies. Right. You know, and I could hear him out there pounding on the barn and whispering. She never left that kennel. She stood in that doorway and growled every time they pound on the door. And I thought, you, know, you think she's stupid? She thinks she's going to leave her babies? And I thought, and I wouldn't recommend you to walk in there. I, I wouldn't. She's a Doberman, you know. Right. <laughs> so, bad baby, so this guy, um, it sounds like he was remorseful so to speak, this guy who you were interviewing? He got angry because I called him a perp. 
because I said he was a perp, and he said he didn't like being referred to as a perpetrator. And I asked him if he microwaved people, and he said, well, yes, I have to. And I said, well, then you're a perp. But, but he, he never didn't really like being referred to as a perp, and I said, we asked him to explain, and he felt that he was a victim, he said. And he never really said how he became involved, though. He no, he never did. Like he and actually, a, uh, when like he hung up, he said that he was getting kind of nervous that he had been on the call too long because he was yeah. afraid they would find out he was telling us things. Because I was, I was asking him how to protect ourselves from what they use and what kind of poison were they putting down, and you know. So he was giving out their their secrets. You know, don't ask me why, but he was. But he said that he didn't like doing what he did, but if he didn't do what he did to us, they would hurt his family and anyone near and dear to him. That's why I said to that woman, do you really want to make a decision to bring this on your family? Because that's what you're doing when you join up with them. Yes, and to the lady who called in today um, uh, trying to figure out whether or not she wants to become a perpetrator, you should listen to that interview that is on my uh, YouTube channel if you haven't already because um, Bad Baby interviewed a perpetrator and he was saying that, you know, they will harm him and everyone around him if he doesn't go along with what they're telling him to do. So that's not something you want to get involved with. And then and he, 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 he said he, that, remember, the guy that was running that call started attacking him and saying, you have no balls then, right? And start, And I thought, don't piss him off. He's going to hang up, and I got questions to ask him. Right. And another thing he said that was interesting, but he hung up before he really elaborated on it, but he said that they go after people with high IQs. Yes. I believe that. I I do, too, because they want people that are smart gone. And this is a slow-kill program. What they do to you radiating you slowly kills your body. It kills your organs. It it just kills you. And it's a way of killing someone without leaving a thumbprint. And it's part of, I feel, uh, the beginning of the war. I think it's the war already that's been going on for many, many years to kill people without leaving a thumbprint. And uh, what Ken said about taking over the food chain is absolutely right. That's one of the biggest things that they have planned is make sure that they, when they cause havoc in this country, that nobody has anything to eat. They they plan on a lot of people starving to death. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have seen it go on here in Michigan, and I also saw a woman get targeted where they used the – the gun that it makes your heart explode, her and her husband were having a Bible meeting, and uh, they hit, the, hit her husband with that gun, and he had a heart attack. His heart exploded. And I'm talking to people that wouldn't go around Roundup if you paid them a million dollars, any kind of – they were all organic, and they didn't eat beef, you know. And what they did is they went and started a petition here in Lansing, and they went and sat on the, uh, on the, on the steps in Lansing, and did a protest about them taking over the food chain because they were tagging, they already did, they tagged all the all the farm animals. And the girl that was doing my hair, she had cows, and she said, we don't know what we're going to do because 
it's $500 a cow to tag it. And she goes, and all the cows we got, we got to come up with thousands of dollars. And see, you had to pay them to tag your animals. And then there was a few farms up in upper Michigan that they went in and said, oh, they got a disease, and they took all their sheep and killed them all and put them all in a big hole. They also went into a, a, a dairy farm that was uh, Amish, and they made them dump out all their cheese and milk and just tons of food, just dump it all out. And I, and I knew when I saw this going on that they're going after the food chain. You know, this is what's this is why we, you know, not only being a target, what we're going through, but the whole world is really targeted because of what's coming down the pipes. That's true, very true. And, you know, this is all happening fast, right before our eyes. Yes, yes. So we better be we better be prepared, you know, and have our um, emergency equipment and have your plan ready, you know. Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, researching emergency people. food, you know, I've been watching it for years, and they're really marking it down. And also, uh, the there's a pastor that gets on the Jim Baker show. His name is John Shorey, and he said that after he was on the Jim Baker show, because they talk a lot about there's not going to be any food. They sell food there, and uh, emergency food that's got 25-year shelf life. And uh, he had someone contact him when he got home, and they said they were a major emergency food company, and they were contacted by the United States government wanting a, a list of their full inventory and how much food they're producing. And, and so they contacted the government back and said, why would you want to know what we have in our storehouse? And they said, because if there's an emergency, we're going to seize your uh your warehouse and lock it down and take your food. Well, he got really upset about it, so he contacted the guy who makes food for the Jim Baker show and said, is this true? And he said, yes, they contacted us too. So right there, that tells you they're going to take control of that food too eventually. You won't even be able to get that food, so you better get it while you can. Yeah, but I have that. noticed that the you emergency know, well, foods under under uh, getting uh, marked under, down drastically and I think the reason they're marking them down drastically right now is because the time's short and they know that they won't be able to sell it much longer. Under agenda twenty one, I believe it is, the government has control over all the natural resources, the water, the land, the sea, everything, the food, everything. Not only under agenda twenty one, under executive order. If they declare martial law or anything that they think that they have the right, they they have the right to kick your door in, take anything you have on your shelf, take your car, take your bank account, take your house. They can take anything they want and just tell you to go walking. That's yeah. you know executive orders. Mm-hmm. That's when you know there's going if that goes down, you know there'll be civil unrest in this country. I mean, yes. I certainly well, hope and, the men well, in this country and, aren't just going to say okay. And know. that is why they are trying to disarm America before they take those steps. They well, so another thing that I heard that. was that there are a lot of foreign soldiers going around trying to buy the land up, and that's what Ken's referring to. They're trying to grab as much land as they can 
And, you know, and they're devastating the country. I just read an article today where General Mills is going to let go two-thirds of their employees. I read an article about three weeks ago that they were trying to send all our chicken over to China and have them process it and then send it back to the United States. That's going to devastate all the people who process the chicken in this country. They're all going to lose their jobs. And, and they said it would be cheaper. You tell me how it's cheaper to send a chicken all the way across the ocean and all the way back. It ain't going to be what? cheap. They're taking the jobs away from the people. And then when they yeah. got this They've been doing that on its knees, that's when they're going to go for the juggler. Well, listen, this is what's been on my mind lately, you guys. Um, the people who are single people by themselves, we have to find a way for you guys to network with people in your area in case any of these emergency situations happen so that you won't be alone. You know, we have to put our heads together on that because I would hate to see anyone that is a single woman or a single man or whatever, you know, just in a, in a situation like that, you know, should there be a government takeover or any kind of disaster and you're just all alone, what would you do? Well, the only thing you can do is, you know, especially if you're a target, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to go with them. I mean, I, I'm not. They'll have to burn my damn house down and kill me. I'm not going anywhere. I, but I know I got a big bullseye on my head because I pissed in everybody's weedies from here to hell. I, hi holy <laughs> You wouldn't believe what I went through having Kevin and Ned on on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I had planned to listen in, and I, and I think I got busy and, and, and forgot. What well, they I, uh, he 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 couldn't do the full two hours. He had another. Uh, engagement, so he apologized and everything. So I didn't take questions, but he is coming back. I booked him on the first. So he's going to do the two full hours with me, and we're going to allow, because there were people asking to call in and talk to him. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to do then, thank you, Bad Baby, for sharing with us today. Um, I am going to unmute everybody, um, and we can just talk. If you guys can just talk one at a time and not talk over each other and not bash each other for whatever comments one may have, okay? And keep your backgrounds quiet, please. Hello, Hart, how are you? Hello. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well for a young girl getting on in life. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Were you here earlier? We had a lady call in and say, said that she is considering becoming a perpetrator. We were all giving her information on why she shouldn't. Oh, I missed that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I missed that. Yeah. Oh I think she's still listening. So if you have we were just trying to share with her, you know, how we're tortured every day. We were definitely not trying to bash her. We appreciate the fact that she was being honest. Um she said that she uh, her boyfriend is being um targeted and she just thinks that it would give them a little relief if she joined, you know, with the bad guys. And so we were just trying to tell her all the many reasons why she shouldn't do that. Well, I think any time you stick your foot into the uh, bed of evil, 
you lose complete control of of how of the outcome. You can't flirt with evil. You can't you can't play with it because you're automatically giving up whatever control you have. Um and I just think that it's um what every perpetrator needs to understand, the people who are playing this game of controlling people and putting all these measures in place to lock people down and manipulate and what have you, whatever you do to somebody, that's the end result for you as well. So you're just buying time to become a perpetrator. Your turn is coming. Everybody who looks the other way at what's happening to the targeted individual, your time is coming. It's just a matter of time because the evil faction that that wants to control the world and own everything, they just all all we are is just a waste product. We're just waste. They have no respect for us. They don't love humanity. They are of Satan. They are controlled by the very essence of Satan. So if you want to have any morality left, anybody anybody who had a moral conscience would not come to you and ask you to do evil things to, to, to your fellow citizens and, and, and put it under the cloak that you're doing something good. That's the, that's the very presence of evil. So And I, I, I did stress to her that, you know, remind her that the people in this program are innocent people. So you're taking part in torturing innocent people. Yeah. Yeah, and about, it's bigger than just, gang stalking and foot traffic and and harassing somebody going to the store and, and taking people's jobs. It's even bigger than all of that. These people can, like the woman did, starve people to death to take everything. They plan to, to destroy humanity. They mm-hmm. plan to destroy humanity. So, and they laugh at us. For, for looking the other way, for being entertained, and for buying all of their garbage and their evil to distract us from taking a stand. They laugh at us. So anybody who has the chance to take a stand and say, you know what, if you're going to come get me, you're just going to come get me. But I'm not going to be a slave to your evil. I won't do it. That's what I think. Very good. Thank you. And that's what I had mentioned to her, that, you know, uh, these perpetrated people, they're slaves, and I see them just as that. They look very controlled. They look like they're not in their right mind, and they're taking part in evil. Who could take part in evil 24 hours a day? I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it and they're not so. Americans. They don't understand. They're not Americans. Amer- the whole thing, this country was never built on Christianity. That's why it's fallen into the hands that it is. But it could have a good, it could have a good standard at this point if people would start standing up and building right now. It's never too late to do the right thing. It's never That's too late. True. Very true. Very true. So people, hey, um, pardon. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. I I heard you mention Kevin Annette that somebody was having Kevin Annette on their show. That was um, bad I wanted baby. to. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Bad baby. Go ahead. What's your comment? Bev. 
Seth. I, I just want to have the um, number of that and time of that show because um, I have some important information here. Bad baby, can you give can you give your call information? Sure, no problem. Uh, I'm out there every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern in the talk shoe window, 43503. Just a second. 43503. And you can go to my archive, and uh, the top show is the hour I did with Kevin last Friday, and I'm having him back on January 1st for two hours. Um, he used to be my Facebook friend, but my Facebook has gotten so much. He got kicked off Facebook. Um, I tried posting the show on uh, all the groups in Facebook, and they blocked me. But you know, Facebook is ran by the is is uh, surveilled by the CIA, and he speaks out against them, and so do I. But you know, whatever. And uh, that was the first time that ever happened to me. Usually they let me post, you know, no problem. And when I tried to post that he was going to be on, it kept saying, no such group, no such group. (laughs) (laughs) And I told him about it, and he goes, oh, yeah, they kicked me off Facebook. So you won't find him as a friend on Facebook anymore. But you can call uh, in. I do let people raise their hands while I'm conducting an interview and ask questions. I know Keith wanted to talk to him, and uh, I invite you to call back in, Keith. And and we've uh, been emailing back and forth, and he uh, is more than glad to answer questions and speak with you guys. Mhm. Great. Thank you. Sorry. And you might want to go into my archives. Renata enjoys them. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I have a lot of good guests out there. And I'm also out there on Wednesday nights with uh, Mike Goldberg, and we he were, he uh, gives out two free ebooks every Wednesday night. We give his ebooks out, and uh, though I suggest to read them for targets, so the one is the Road to Happiness, and I can't remember what the other one is. Man, shame on me because I've been doing the show with them for over almost two years. But what we do is we give out holistic healing information, supplements and how uh, natural cures for, like, cancer, cleansing your body, and uh, we do a short meditation at the very end. And what time is that so on, it, uh, on Wednesday night? On Wednesday night, we're out there at 9 p.m., again, in talk shoe, and the number is 46333. And what we have been doing is at the end of the show, if you're having a problem, like we just had somebody that had a problem with uh, gulf stones, and then we had someone that had a problem with kidney stones. So what we did is we research it for you, and we come back the next week, and we'll tell you what to do for your problem if we don't already know it. What was that number again? It's 46333. But if anybody loses their information... All you got to do is Google Bad Baby Fights for Freedom, and it pulls up all the links. I'm on YouTube, and I'm, uh, just Google Bad Baby Freedom, and it will pull up my links. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Renata.
Are you still with us, Renata? I think we lost I'm sorry. Renata, you guys. I'm so sorry, you guys. I had to call on you. I ran to the other room. I'm sorry. What I missed. That's all right. I don't want to take over your window. No, no. Everyone is unmuted. You guys, you can talk about anything. Hello, Renata. Hello, Renata, and everyone. This is Jacqueline, and I'm no longer. If I may, I appreciate if I can um, let people know that I'm back in Asheville, North Carolina. And I would like to start a support group. So if anyone um, would like to, from Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, or the surrounding states, please contact me so we can start organizing at three. And my contact cell phone number is 303-301-4804. Again, my cell phone contact number is 303-301-4804. And we can also um, organize a group, what you were um, suggesting, Renata, about in the event of an emergency or just um, contacting people that are alone as yes. well. Yes, yes, yes. Can I give her a little bit of advice? Please. Well, hey, hold on one second. Hold on, bad baby. Hold on. Um, um, Jacqueline, yes, we, we really have to figure that out because it concerns me that there are a bunch of people who – live in the area by themselves, and if something should happen, you know, they're all alone. So if we, if we can just put our heads together on how to take care of that, because I don't want anyone to be, you know, alone in case of any kind of martial law or emergency, any kind of emergency. It doesn't even have to be government Absolutely. stuff. Right. Let's talk about this briefly. And, 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 and let me say, yeah. too, now that you're mentioning that, if anyone is in Northern California, send me an email at R-E-M-U-2 at Hotmail.com. I'm in Oakland. So if anybody's in the Bay Area, I'd like to do some kind of um, activism kind of stuff here too. So please send me an email. Okay, go ahead, you guys. What is this lady's name? My name is Jacqueline Icavino. Jacqueline, um, uh, do you have access to a computer? Yes, I do. Okay, uh, Google freeconferencecall.com and open yourself up a free conference call. And then this way when you have, you know, because it's hard to do a group with just a phone. You know what I mean? Once you get like five, six, seven people, you're all going to want to talk at once. And you can get into free conference call for free. They give you the conference number and a PIN number just like calling in to talk to you. And then start scheduling like uh, Monday nights or whatever night is convenient for you for you guys all to get together and talk. And this way, you, this will help your group grow. I appreciate that suggestion. Thank you. You're welcome. I can add something to like what Renata said last week, I think, about a, a SH, the fan scenario, worst case scenario that everyone should have like a landline corded phone, the old-fashioned type, you know, if the power goes down. Because these things are like work in most cases, you know, the regular old-fashioned phones just to have. And um, if I can, like, plug my call, Renata, would that be all right? Renata? Hello? I think Renata's kind of leaving the room and just wants oh, us to okay. talk. Okay, no problem. I'll just do a quick thing for my own Okay, call. you guys, I'm going to be away for a few minutes, okay? I'm so sorry. I'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. I'll just, like, you guys okay. will say real fast for my call. Um, I'm doing a thing like I have 20 targets so far. I match targets up with uh, three to four other targets, basically some of the contact 
in case of an emergency to like looking at me every couple of weeks. Um, I don't have a website or anything like that. And Keith K is doing this now, something like that on his website. I forget what it is. You can put it in the chat room. But anyway, if someone wants to check my call, it's uh, called Snitzer's TI Contact Call every Saturday at 7 Eastern. And the number is uh, 138-602. That's 138-602. And it's, uh, it'll be 12, uh, I'll be all right. Before uh, Pacific and uh, 7 Eastern, I basically cover a tiny bit like what Bad Baby does, like self-help stuff, um, you know, herbal stuff, psychology, nutrition, um, just a little bit of everything. I don't go into shielding or anything like that on the call. And what day was that, that, sir? It's on Saturdays, um, every Saturday at 7 Eastern, which is 4 Pacific, of course. And, again, the call number is 138-602. And I try to cover a lot of subjects. And sometimes I go on like a teacher kind of, like, ranting and all that. But it's some good stuff, meat and potato stuff. And I just try to be thorough because I want to drag, pardon my language, some of these bastards out screaming in the daylight, uh, expose as much as I can of this stuff within my ability. And I'm I'm well aware that the local and national news are gatekeepers, um, the psychiatrists, they're gatekeepers, law enforcement, the uh, judiciary, they're gatekeepers. And you go on and on, uh, regular doctors are gatekeepers. In other words, they don't want this to get out. And, you know, just to put things in perspective, as horrible as this crime is, you know, this terrorism, gang stalking, it's sadly, I mean, the more you learn about the New World Order, as I like to call the Old World Order, it's been around for a long time, it's not my saying, but the point is, the more you realize we're just one tiny slice of the big picture of what's going on, the way people of their own free will commit horrible crimes against other people for money and or other, like, quote, pleasure. I mean, like, it's just insane. But uh, I think Renata said earlier in the call when that lady was asking advice on, like, uh, whether to become a perp or not. Um, these people really are robotic, basically, and they don't have much of their own free will. And, yeah, the mind control is very real. I myself have been forced to, like, I'd say walk in certain ways, drive certain ways, certain times, even some forced speech and all that. But for the most part, I can say my mind is my own, and I'm true to who and what I am. I try to be. I make mistakes. I have things I'm not proud of. But I guarantee the things that all of us as targets are not proud of, the things we've done in the past, are things these people would not think twice about. They, You know, I mean, things like we feel horrible about, you know, have, like, guilt trips over that. Um, perps wouldn't think twice about this stuff, and they are cold-blooded people. But the point is, there's ways to try to expose this stuff. I mean, like, at the local level, by that, I mean, not through, like, the local news, but, like, we're not a mention, I think. For example, yeah, actually, if you get enough people protesting, say, a city hall thing, whatever, like, five or ten targets showing up for one of these things, you're going to get, like, uh, people's attention. And, of course, this one thing, I think, that's on fightgangstalking.com. You know, U.S. Postal Service, I'm positive now, you can't place stuff in people's mailboxes on your own. But, you know, like when you see, like, things at restaurants, Chinese restaurants, pizza places, like flyers, maybe there's a way to do that legally. But if you send these things through the mail, you know, trying to expose, say, uh, this and that's happening in the neighborhood, organized gang stalking. Say you live on a street, like my own street, and I would send out 50 flyers, you know, to different residents and some businesses and all that. Not everyone's in on this. Some people are going to start asking a lot of questions. But you got to mm-hmm. look at, like, yeah, and you have to look how you want to word it. And also on this fight gang stalk, fight, fight gang com, it has like you know a search engine thing, basically or an automatic thing where it finds what laws are being broken 
or the laws for your uh, state and federal laws, but your own state, like New York State, what statutes, whatever, are being violated by this. And like California, I'm pretty sure it's called street terrorism or something like that. But I mean, it's actual like, uh, so, and, and one thing I really learned about this stuff and about human nature in general, and like you look at the advertising business, what they always try to do is they try to get people's personal interest in it because all the bad things going on in the world, when people watch TV news and they see all the suffering going on, they really don't empathize that much, I'm sure, because people have their own problems to deal with, talking to Joe and Jane Average. But if you, like, put it down, like, in a flyer to catch your attention, how gang stalking might affect them, or just some even sensationalist a little bit, how, like, gang stalking is murder you might have in some big letters, and you have websites you can go to and contact information. The point is, um, however you get people's attention, you want to make it like that they have a vested personal interest in it because people have enough of their own problems to deal with. I'm not minimizing any of this stuff. And again, gang stalking is one of the many, many crimes or open secrets because a lot of people were of it that are going on. Another thing I like I thought of we can do is like like literally go to the uh every section, you go to sports, poetry, you go to like a social sites, political sites, and you just put like I call it e flyer, so to speak. I didn't originate this. You just like uh, type out a thing about gang stalking, contact information, websites people can go to. And you copy and paste it in the comment section of forums and blogs and websites and all over the Internet. And Facebook pages, you name it, YouTube-like answer sections, uh, comment sections. And will a bunch get deleted? Yeah, even if 80% of them get deleted, you're going to have people like curious about what the hell is going on. And like I said, you just put in every subject, not just gang and things, everything. Even a forum for bowling, you put it in there. Everything. You know, like every kind of subject matter, like about gang and like comments to get people's attention. Like... I posted some stuff on YouTube things and all that, and, you know, hopefully it's gotten people's curiosity. But, like, you just want to just, um, again, we have gatekeepers, and I don't mean to monopolize the conversation, just, like, real quick, there's gatekeepers at the local news and the state news, or pardon me, national news, state-run, basically. But we have to, like, make our own loopholes, and I'm, I'm not for breaking the law at all, but I am, for, I am all for bending the law as far as possible, just short of breaking it. Because these people cheat in every conceivable way. I mean, it's just, you know, you, you can't be nice. I mean, I'm not saying you have to change as a person. We can't. And Renata said a few weeks ago on a show, like, uh, these people never go after their own. Meaning, if we were riding SOBs, most likely we wouldn't be in this program. Especially for you guys, that, like myself, I used to, like, doubt myself as far as my mental, uh, thinking I, like, uh, through the gaslighting, I thought maybe I have some kind of mental illness. Or I was guilty of a crime. Because they, they play on it. Every, any insecurity you have, they're gonna like play on, it. and they'll create insecurities. And it just it's yeah. all point is you can't show any mercy in trying to expose this stuff. And whether you try to expose it or not, they are not gonna stop what they're doing. You know, and, and people say, and I used to be the, of that mentality. Oh, the personal like this, the personal like that. I'm not gonna define my life by these pieces of crap. I used to. I, I refuse to. And I'll just like I'll let somebody else like talk. I was gonna say real quick. They don't want us to realize who and what we used to be as far as the kind of person who would never put up with this crap like years ago before this started. They want us to define our lives, ourselves, by what they do and what they don't do. Like a lot of people, like I was talking about my own show yesterday about mindfulness. It's a simple thing, you know, living in the present, like mindfulness meditation, you know, savoring each moment when you eat, you know, savoring and concentrating on each bite. When you walk, you know, focus on every step, living in the moment. But in this program, because of the traumatization and the hypervigilance, post-traumatic stress sorted through us all into, 
the chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, so many of us are like living in the past, what they did to us, and living in the future, what they might do to us, instead of like trying to live in the moment and handling things as they come along. Because they really do like make you like think and live on edge. And no, we have to just slow down as much as possible to deal with this. So that's why I try to cover my show to be like, you know, thorough. The psychology, strengthen your mind and body. Bad Baby goes into this stuff really well on her call, especially with that uh, Ricky, Mester, R- Racky, Ricky Meister Mike on uh, Fight for Freedom Radio 2. All the covers a lot of great stuff in her calls as far as the politics of it, the psychology, the technology. She, she's a little too much in the mainstream. I don't trust most of the mainstream, but she covers some fantastic stuff research-wise. Nigel covers some meat and potato stuff. And, um, you know, Renata's just like in a class of her own. But you just got to educate yourself as much as possible about this stuff because, they, like I keep saying, they keep cheating. They cheat in every conceivable way. They just... And I'm I'm way past the point of looking for the best of people and giving them the benefit of the doubt. And this program has changed me, but like I said, I'm never I could never do this crap to someone else. And I've been greedy in the past. And even then, when I trusted authority figures, no amount of money could have made me do some of the stupid crap these idiots do. Okay, I'm back, you guys. And okay. I uh, post in your chat room a really good video uh, from a target that. It's uh, called Tears of a Targeted Individual. Have you ever seen it, Renata? I don't think I have. Well, it's the last posting I put up. Go ahead and take a look at it. It's a good one to spread around. I mean, it's so genuine. I mean, just looking at this woman, you can see she gets microwaved by her eyes. She looks very sick. She pleads for her life, says she's being tortured. She's afraid. Uh, she just tells it like it is. It's a really good uh, video for everyone to use to post to let them know that we are out here and this is happening. Uh, I want to comment on the flyer thing because a lot of targets don't have money to make flyers. I have found so many targets in the last three months just by being verbal. I went into a Mexican restaurant, and they were talking about these dogs that were found by the cops that were tortured. And I said, oh, they're starting their satanic crap, the gang stalkers again. And the cook stuck his head out and he said, what did you say? I said, organized gang stalking. I'm a targeted individual. And he goes, I said, that's why i got to get my stuff to go. I have to hurry back home before my house gets vandalized. And he said, oh, my God, what did you call that again? And I said, gang stalking, organized gang stalking. And he, he looked at the waitress and he said, I'm beginning to think this is true. I said, why, you've heard it before? He said, you're the third customer that came in and said they had to take their stuff to go because they were being targeted. So there you go. Just be verbal. And I I walked into the party store uh, two days ago when my power ran out, and this guy was saying, I'm going off the grid. I'm tired of the government. I said, oh, they'll target you. He goes, I already am a target. Have you ever heard about getting beamed in the head with a ray? started laughing. I said, I said, have you have you been listening to my shows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, they're everywhere. It's all you got once you speak out that you, you know, you know something about this, they come at you like, hey, I'm, I'm on that I'm page. A bit, I'm a little bit confused. Hello? I'm a little bit confused. So they have us as delusional people. They have us as um people that are schizophrenic. And you're going to be spreading this kind of information to the general public, to anyone that was, uh, you know, just walking out there uh, in the uh, in the public eye. I mean, 
does that work? I don't think it would work. Don't walk, I don't walk in fear. I walk with my well, angels well, and the Lord behind my back. I don't fear these people. Prove, I'm very, very verbal, verbal about trying, what to do. If they're trying to prove that we're a bunch of quack and a bunch of yahoos and we go spurting this kind of information. But why would you worry look, about what they look, prove, what, what they want? Look bizarre. There's, there's a way to do things, but I'm saying I don't think... I think spreading it uh, is is the correct thing to do, but I don't think generally just mouthing off the general public is going to get uh, get us any credit or get us, uh, you know, what get do us you think uh, any kind of credibility. What do you think standing up in front of the White House with fines is doing? Yeah, but you let the general public know people are going to get curious and they ask questions, and it's like the shotgun effect. So you speak about gang stalking in a crowded area enough people here, and over time, like Renata's done at these uh, city council, police review board, whatever meetings, and she's like met targets there. And so you get people to start questioning all that, you know, you're going to like hopefully like hook, hook up with some other targeted individuals, and over time, obviously the strength in numbers, plus just like Be talking quiet. about the stuff. Let's them win. They love silence. There's a responsible way to do it. I don't think if someone, and they have like paramedics and all these people with camcorders to their vehicles always following and always trying to prove that we're a bunch of quacks. So I don't think like uh, like uh, relaying this just to anyone is going to be helpful to us or the community. I, found, I don't know my personal I have opinion. I five friends because I was verbal about it. I started talking about it and I met five people who were targets. They wouldn't have known they were targets if it weren't for the fact that I spoke out about it. Yeah, Jerome, it depends how so you word it. I'm going to be with you, Jerome. And that's the key to what you just said, Scott. It depends, it depends on how you um, approach it. Okay, I mean, the word got to be spread. Yeah, it's exactly how you, how you approach it. I, I found some people at, sure. at the grocery store. They were out front praying, and I was putting my cart back, and when I walked by, I just looked over and said, Jesus loves you. And they said, would you like to join us and pray? And I said, sure. And uh, so we started all praying together, and uh, and uh, they said, you know, I started telling them, the woman was saying, we're pray, praying for my health, and I told her I knew how to cure that. I started telling her about my health show. And then I said to her, I said, I'm a targeted individual. Do you know what that is? And she looked at me and she said, yes, I do. And then the other guy that was there that she ran into, he said, I don't. And so I said, well, we need to educate you then. So, you know, I mean, just by just saying Jesus loves you, I opened up a whole door for these people. You know what I I think also? um, If you get people's curiosity and they do a little research into, like, what gang stalking is or targeted individuals, however you want to word it, and, of course, the wording is everything because you don't want to say, like, a whole voice is in the head of V2K right away. You want to yeah, appeal to, like, yeah, you want to appeal to, like, people's common interest. The point is, the point is this, just uh, it, if you get one person's curiosity and they really look this stuff up, they're going to tell their friends and their family about this stuff because the nature of this crime, the breadth of it or the, how, bad, how deep it goes, how wide it goes, what it does to people, um, people are going to talk they find out enough of this and they're going to ask questions. It's like, I remember this YouTube thing uh, a few months old, maybe a year old, like this neighborhood somewhere on the East Coast. I forgot what city or state, but there were flyers all along the street talking about the gang stalking, the local police being involved, you know, kind of stuff, stuff I was talking about. But people put on people's uh, car windshields and they were looking for the person doing it. They might get face charges. I don't know if there's a follow-up on that. 
I heard a target in Ohio was stapling them up on the telephone poles and they arrested her. So, yeah, you do have to be careful with flyers because if they got a rule or, you know, and they want to hunt you down, I mean, if I was doing it, I'd do two or three and get the heck out of there. Yeah, and you, you, you know, have to, as what, as, you know as, what I've done is I've gotten business cards and I've written down YouTube sites that people can look at. I Here's the thing: if if you don't accuse, pardon me, sorry, Kathy, if you don't, bad baby, if you don't like make outright accusations, of, say the local police are evil, cowardly, like terrorist scumbags. I'm exaggerating, but if you do it in a nice professional way, um, the flyer thing, a nice professional way, stating what it is, do it professionally, get people's interest and all that. But you, you do it like one or two, three pages maybe. In fact, the tar- um, stop the targeting. Pardon me, uh, fight gang Put them inside like the magazines at the doctor's office, in the dentist's office. That's a good idea. Put it in a magazine. Someone will open it up and look at it eventually. Well, but, you know, I want to say this. As far as um, talking to people about it, everyone's not comfortable with that. Um, and I'm one of those people because I really don't like talking to perpetrators. I'm sure this works with me on that. But, um, so, you know, it's... It's up to each, you know, up to each person how they approach it. But if you do decide to um, to talk to people about it, one of the good ways to start, I think, because someone just recently asked this question, is um, is to start with uh, Edward Snow and his his whistleblowing revelations, because uh, most people can relate to their. Um, telephone being uh, tapped in their computer being compromised. So I think that's a really good place to start, and then you can ease into what a targeted individual If you think you might ever. And putting it on social media is good, too. Um, I put it on my poetry site all the time. I indicate that I'm a target, and I have... Uh, I found three people on the poetry side alone that were targets, and they wouldn't have known about it if, you know, if they hadn't read about it. So, very good. My usual excuse me. My usual approach. Who the hell is that? Who the hell is Someone Hello. has feedback on their phone, so if you if you're the one who has the feedback, I'm gonna have to mute everybody to find that uh, echo. But go ahead, Charles. You were saying something. Yeah, yeah. My usual approach, okay, is um, um, uh, referring to um, referring to history, the history of this country, the society, okay, okay. What I usually do is I point out what happened um, past uh, with Cointel Pro. Then before that, it was the McCarthy era. Okay, you can't dispute that. That's uh, that's out in the open, and. You know, that's how I usually go about it. So, I mean, the next stage is what we at now as far as gang stalking. Now when somebody brings now when somebody brings up the um electronic harassment, I don't deny it, but I don't really go into it, okay, because that make, make you look like you're really out there. So, but still, I don't deny it. I just say, well, the technology does exist, you know. And I would also say, you know, when you're talking to people about this, uh, be prepared to give them credible websites. That's one of the things I always do is give some kind of credible reference where people can do their own research after our conversation. So find some some websites that you believe to be credible and um, and make sure you give those out. Would you all uh, all care if I... uh, 
if I kind of uh, elaborate or, or maybe uh, talk just a little bit about uh, FFCHS uh, just a uh, just a few minutes and uh, something that something that was uh, essentially revealed yesterday last night uh, on the call and I, I'd like to lead into something else that I'm kind of I'm trying to, um, I guess struggling with to to a degree and that is uh, this um, this buddy list. Uh, I don't I don't Scott's working on one. Of course, you all remember hear about. Well, uh, Keith, uh, Keith, hang on one second because this, uh, someone's background is noisy. So let me just block everybody because it's it's distracting. Um, hang on one second. Okay, I really could not hear Keith. So let me um, unmute you. Okay, go ahead, Keith. Okay, thank you, Renata. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that'll make it easier. I, I can, uh, you know, get straight to the point. But anyway, um, yesterday, we, of course, they were talking uh, about, uh, of course, the uh, the removal uh, removal of Neil, and and then, of course, we know that here in the last two months, there's just been a lot of uh, shakeup and what have you going on within that organization and um, you know I think there's a lot of us that agree that there's still a lot of unanswered questions uh, because uh, of course Derek was removed and I don't know if Ken Ken Rhodes of which I, I like Ken and I appreciate the work that he's doing as well as some other individuals on the board there uh, but there's still in my opinion there's a lack of transparency uh, or, or or a lack of structure one of the other uh, because I do believe that there needs to be a talk about uh, an election of uh, of a president for the organization, and I think that that uh, that schedule should already that should already have been put uh, in place. But um, so you know, in addition to the removal of Neil here, you know, just uh, within you know several weeks after Derek's removal. You know, I was typing in some things in the chat room about, uh, you know, saying, well, Neil is, I mean, yeah, that's that that's um, that's an issue, but that's not the biggest issue. I said, you know, well, I said, we really need to know who's running the organization. And I, I said that I believe that we need to have a verbal testimony from every board member. And, uh, of course, also in addition to the election uh or the stru structure of uh, a scheduled election coming up for the president. But um, one thing that was uh, they were talking about, there was, uh, and I can't remember his last name, but his first name was Eric, and ev evidently he's the the website manager for FFCHS. And according to what, or my understanding is, is that he was the one that ac actually. Uh, was the one that recognized that there was discrepancies, major discrepancies in the financials, uh, the financial uh, activity of Derek, because he was, this website manager was seeing the PayPal, I guess the email, he must have had access to the email accounts, and he was seeing these transactions. And, of course, he was very candid and, and uh, seemed very sincere in talking uh, as if really, and I think really what 
essentially triggered him to be vocal like that is on the previous night, evidently he was in a call where Derek was had a call open and this Eric was being attacked by Derek. And of course, Eric was saying that he had ne- he never had anything against Derek and he was just really taken aback by the, the uh, attack that he was receiving from him. So anyway, after he talked about you know what had transpired and gave gave some details about he how he ran across these transactions and what have you i started asking questions i said well i said you know i, I feel like that we need to know uh and i'm asking on behalf i feel like that i'm asking on behalf of the of the community you know the ti community you know we would like to know you know how much money we were talking about here how much money that they got away with it doesn't have to be to the penny to the penny, but, you know, there's just a lot of it, you know, we've had these questions and no one is, seems willing to answer them. And he did come up and say, well, he said, according to his calculations or what he totaled up, he could, he determined that it was, I think he said at least $6,000 that he recognized that, that Derek Robinson had essentially misappropriated or appropriated to himself. And then I asked him, I said, well, I said, how much, how much, how many transactions did you see that actually seemed like they were going, going towards um, expenses for FFCHS? And he said, well, there were, he said there were maybe only two or three, but he said there were a number of transactions for like, you know, $100, I think, you know, I remember him saying $200 that were going to various individuals that didn't really appear to be affiliated, you know, with, from what I, from what I gathered, affiliated with the, the FFCHS and the support of the stalking. Uh, but to get to the point on that and conclusion of that point is that I finally said, I said, listen, I said, there's, there's not going to be an investigation of Derek Robinson. And the reason that there's not going to be an investigation of Derek Robinson is because if the, if the legal authorities started investigating Derek Robinson, this could blow this entire global network stalking crime out of the water. It could expose the whole kit and caboodle. Now, I, I, had, I made that okay, determination. Okay, how, how so, Keith? How so? I'm just interested. How would that bring light to, to the whole stalking problem? Well, it's, um, you know, it, it, it'd probably be a little bit difficult for me to kind of put that into words, but just realizing that... Um, in other words, if if this case, just just by the fact that we're not of it coming to a court of law and being made public, and then you know, and the the, the likelihood or the chance of uh, an honest individual, okay, because not everybody is in on this, you know, getting wind of this, and then you know various. Uh, payments and what have you going to 
perhaps nefarious individuals and nefarious organizations, and then just the bread, you know, the blood, the uh, the breadcrumb trails itself, where it could, it might actually lead back to the government. Okay, now I know that that's rather, you know, that that's. Um, you know that that's not very clear there's no definite trail or what have you in that statement and i would have to i would have to sit down and and analyze that you know further than what i have to actually understand why i i had that uh that inclination that there there would never be an in- investigation because of the potential dangers of this uncovering something much much larger that was the gut feeling, the intuition or whatever that I had about to, uh, well, within a week or two after Derek Robinson was removed. But my, my, uh, what would you call that? Uh, my conclusion was confirmed by Ken Rhodes. When Ken Rhodes got up on the mic just right after I spoke, or, or maybe one other person in between, and he said essentially the very same thing. He said that him and Pete Santilli, or I, I don't know if Pete was with him at the time, but they were talking to an attorney about FFCHS, uh, about FFCHS and about Derek, and talking to them about the, the possibility of prosecution. Now Ken said that they, and I wish Ken was here, because he could, he could give this verbatim. But Ken said, "Let me said, see if he's still here, because Ken was here. Let's see if he's still here. Let's see. Get back on um, my computer. But go ahead." Okay. Well, anyway, Ken said that that they showed, and evidently this attorney didn't really understand, you know, what all of this was about. But so they. And that's probably, you know, that's what I'm, that's what it's, I'm gathering now that as they went to the website to use the website to try to explain the dimensions and magnitude of this crime that's going on, this global organized stalking network. They, Ken said that when he saw the website and understood evidently what this was all about, the attorney said to Ken, said, now be honest, and I, can't, I don't remember the words, but do you think that there's any way that this is ever going to be have a chance to be brought to prosecution? Basically, what he said is that nobody would touch this with a 10-foot pole. That's what those are. That's what Ken. That's what Ken. Well, Ken I, confirmed. I Ken, yeah. Ken. Ken. Con, Renata. Ken confirmed the very analysis that I made about six weeks ago that they will not investigate Derek Robinson because of the risk of this uncovering the uh, you know just how large this is. Hmm. Well, you know what? Anybody who's doing anything wrong, and I don't know the ins and the outs of what he did or or didn't do, but they'll be held accountable by God. So. But, you know, uh, I understand. I think I heard that he started his own organization, 
and that uh, Skidget and Neil are working on starting their own as well. Um, there are people in the community, you can show them all the proof in the world, and they're still Team Derek. So I don't know. There are, he has a lot of people who believe in him. Well, that, that you know, that that was I, – I just kind of used that as a uh, – as, as kind of a, a basis because I want to ask – you and Scott and Nancy and others here because, see, that's the thing about it. What Ken said, essentially, in which I can't remember when I, when I wrote the article, but I've got an article on my website that I wrote, uh, I think it's probably close to a year and a half ago, and the name of the article is Controlled Opposition. Of course, you know that you know my, my website is, is named Uncontrolled Opposition. And of course, right. I use that, Nick. And actually, that inspiration. Okay, and I'm, you know, I'm willing to work with FFCHS if they have, if they are above board and transparent, and are, and and I feel like that they are a legitimate organization working on behalf of victims of organized stalking. But and I'm I not feel the same way. I feel the same way, Keith. I'm just trying. I'm just kind of sitting back and trying to see how they're going to reorganize everything. And if it's working for the people, then I, you know, I will be on board to, you know, support them in any way I can. But I, I don't want to have any parts of any kind of corruption, any kind of deception, any of that. So I'm just trying to sit back and wait to see how they're going to reorganize everything. Okay. Well, let me, let me make this closing point and, and maybe you all can offer up some, uh, you know, or, or whatever, whoever wants to comment or add something to this is because somebody got uh, in that call last night, they got up there and they started talking about, and listen, okay, see, now I feel like some of this, my gut is telling me that some of this is actually a lead on. Now, I'm not, I can't be certain about that, but they, in other words, they will lay the bait, right? We all, we know how they, they will lay the bait by saying things and, and trying to draw us out or draw us into things. Well, a person got on the, on the phone or was on, on the talk, last night and started talking about why there's not a list or why FFCHS is not, doesn't have a list of all the targeted individuals and a buddy list to keep track of the welfare of the individuals and to make an account of who has, fall or who has succumbed to the battle. That's the best way to put it. Who has succumbed to the battle, either, either by suicide or by mysterious death or, or just missing an action or whatever. Of course, we've already, you know, we've already hashed this. Now, you know, Scott and I and, and Renata, I know that, you know, I've shared this with you and what have you. Well, you know, I made some, I made a comment in the room and Shelly, and which I don't know if she's listening in, but, you know, I've, I've had, I've had some red flags about Shelly. I'll just put it like that. Okay. Who, but, who is uh, Shelly? I don't, I don't know if I know her. Who is that? Well, Shelly was actually the uh, she was actually the moderator on the call last night. Okay, oh, but I'm just okay. I'll just I'll just say that oh, I'll just say you know I mean there I, there's there's a there's a red flag there for me, but there again you know I'm not I'm not going to just my my question is is because she when I said she she said well we need more volunteers or something like that. And I think she made another comment, and I, I just typed in the chat room. I said, "That's baloney, Shelley." And 
you know, I guess what it was kind of like, uh, what I was saying is that I said, you know, there's been, this has been an ongoing thing with FFCHS and them resisting to go, uh, you know, to move in that direction of, of creating this awareness uh, list of the welfare of targeted individuals, okay? And, and I said, well, I said, I started working on this about nine months ago, and actually it was really, Shelly was involved. <laughs> I'll just chuckle, you know. But, I mean, I'm not going to, I can't go into the de- details on that, but it was something that she did that really just kind of put the brakes on the whole thing for me. But anyway, so she said, well, she said, why don't you come to the Wednesday night meeting? And uh, so that was an invitation. Well, the thing about it was after she typed, after she said that in the chat room, she hardly said another word to me the rest of the night. And I was actually chatting to her and trying to get a response from her. But my question is to make a long, and I, allow, I appreciate you all being patient and allowing me to go on and, uh, about this. But, you know, my question is, is because, see, I do think it, it's not so much whether, you know, I get perked out of this or whether, you know, there's maybe some bad apples still in the organization. If Even if there are bad apples in the organization, if we could somehow leverage, you know, leverage our ourselves in, in actually putting this before them and saying, okay, we're, we're going to lay this out here on the table now and, and you know, and we're going to give you know, we're going to give you six months to put something together or three months or however long and, and to create this list. And, um, and then, if it, you know, if they don't, you know, in my opinion, it just says, okay, well, there's a reason why they don't want to have this list. It's because they don't want the world, quote, to know who's missing, and where they're going. They don't want those numbers to be known. And, of course, I've, I've got that written in, in my – I talk about that in that article that I wrote, Manchurian Candidates and Gang Stalking, where none of these numbers are, are published anywhere. The suicides, the incarcerations, the institutionalizations, and – the only ones that we know about are the occasional extreme domestic uh, situations, such as Aaron Alexis and and Myron May and what have you. But anyway, I, I'm going to go ahead and go to this meeting if if I'm still invited. Like I said, I didn't receive another word from her. You know, I don't know if somebody sent her a message. No, no, you can't let Keith come in or what. You know, I just don't know. I'm going to try to go. If if anybody here you know, wants to go and kind of observe. But at this point, uh, this is my last comment. I consider myself, okay, a one-man oversight committee for FFCHS. And that, and I'll close, with that, and that's my last word. Mic is open. Okay. Thank you, Keith. Let me um, unmute others. You know, I want to unmute everybody, but the problem with that is people won't be respectful and keep their backgrounds. Um, quiet, so we'll try it again. 
But if you guys' backgrounds are not quiet, I'm just going to have to mute everybody because we can't hear. Okay. Trying to unmute you guys. Hello, I just unmuted someone. Hello, can you hear me? Uh, Yes, I can. Okay, so um, this is my first time calling in and listening. Uh, You and I, Renata, we were in, I'd rather not say my name because, you know, I think you can understand with all the stalking and harassment. Um, Okay, make up the name. Make up the name. uh, John. Okay, John. (laughs) All right, so, you know. Thank you for joining us today. Right. You know, by email, I shared you shared with you my real name. Um, you know, I told you that I'm in the South, yes. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama right now, and uh, have been here a few months. But I was living up in New York City, and then I moved to another city nearby New York City, but ended up here because of all the stalking. Uh, so I don't want to, you know, I want to be a little careful here because, I, you know, I told you about some things that I've, you know, every time I'm, I mean, I, I, I've been very active on, on social media, really Twitter, uh, just getting a lot of information out. But I just have a domestic situation. I, I don't want to go into detail because it will reveal too much about me. But basically, I made a huge mistake of getting involved with a perp. I mean, I, I, this stuff is awful. I mean, what happens to you in public with the following and the harassment and comments and you get mobbed off your job and discredited and your friends turn on you and all that stuff. But that's outside. When it ha- when you when someone is a perp and you're romantically involved with them, for me, I mean, I was dealing with so much stuff, but that is what really threatened to just break my my back psychologically, right? I mean, I wasn't going to do anything to hurt anyone, but I just I felt you know. So anyway, I'm just gonna I'm not going to give a whole lot of details, but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to balance my active because because basically I feel like everything I say, everyone here, you know, this this woman who involved with, and let's just say there's a child involved, her child, and I'm separated from him, and she can make life very difficult. So, you know, I don't know. This is a little, little more <laughs> sentimental from the from a certain part of my heart than I than I wanted. I wanted to kind of speak in general, but I guess what I would say aside from that is, you know, I lived in New York a long time, but then spent some time in the Midwest. And that's when things took off. I mean, I started to get followed in all the gang stalking, and I moved back to the New York area, gang stalking, friends turned on me, uh, did some traveling for my job on the plane. I mean, everywhere I went, it's just, you know, now I'm down south, and it's, it's happening. So I guess for me, I mean, I'm not giving up the fight, but I'm, basically what was terrible is just, I just feel like, you know, the technology these people have, you know, you can't say anything on your phone. You can't do anything on the Internet. And if, if you're involved with someone who is a perp and who's helping them perp you, and you're romantically involved, it's a child involved, and she's trying to depict me as insane and, you know, mentally unstable. So it just it just really, it's, it's very unfortunate. And I'm not feeling sorry for myself. It's just I'm trying to figure out what to do. Um, one thing I would like from you is, in, you know, from the group is find out, some targeted individuals here in Birmingham, Alabama, where I am. Um, but I also, and I didn't plan to say the city, but I just blurted that out. But and then also, I wanted to try to find out some 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 uh, targets like me who are you know in New York or this this certain other city near New York that I'll say later, because I mean I'm on my own. 
I mean, I got, I mean, I've got nobody. You know, I'm staying with a family member, but can't talk to her about it. Uh, suspect her as being involved too. And all. So my let me ask you a question. Hello, I can't. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Hello. Hello, hello, Renata. I can't hear you. Let me try again. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. So, are you in Alabama or New York? I'm in Alabama. Okay. I don't know anyone from Alabama. Okay. If anybody on the phone is from Alabama or knows someone in Alabama, let us know so we can network down with them. Um, I, I just want to say I'm, I'm sorry you know, that you're going through that with the mother of your child. Um, you're not alone. I've heard the stories where people have become involved with people whom they later um, discovered were perpetrators. Um, it's yeah. really unfortunate that these people really will go that far, yeah. that far, to get into your life, to marry you, to have children with you, to get in serious relationships with you, only to betray you. They will do it. Um if anybody can give him, share some information with him on this, if you guys have experienced that, I do know that there are people who have been become involved with perpetrators, and it's um, it's, it's just a really uh, difficult situation. It's one thing if you can just walk away, but you can't because there's a child involved. And now she's yeah. trying to paint you out as mentally ill to keep you from the child. I would just say I don't know if you're already going through the court system, but try to go through the court system and hopefully you can have people um, to vouch that you are not mentally ill and um, maybe you can get visitation of your child. Yeah, we haven't quite gotten to that point. And I'm going to move off the specifics because, you know, honestly, she she was kind of like not pushing, playing that card, mental illness card so much. But when I started, I've done some things recently to kind of look into her, to investigate mm-hmm. her, not just on my own, but I got some help. And I feel like she can. She has access to my phone calls. Um, she's technologically advanced in that way, um, and what I do on the internet. So I just feel like, basically, basically, she's coming at me with that card hard because I'm coming after her. And mm-hmm. I didn't tell her that, but she. So it's just really freaking frustrating. I mean, I mean, obviously this stuff is frustrating, but if we had the technology they had. <laughs> Then, yeah. then, then we'd be, you know, that would obviously, who wouldn't want that, right? I mean, there's certain things yeah. you can do. But being unable to have a secure phone call, I mean, and, you know, you, you, you do these different things. You get burner phones. You, you know, go somewhere where there's no people. But there's still ways for your, if, if they want to listen in, they can listen in. And okay. her, go ahead, I'm sorry. They can hear on all of our phones, not just yours. Yeah. They give you an offer that she, you know, she may want to, you think she's superior in that area, but all of our phones are, are, are Well, Well, uh, I can't hear you too clear. If, if I could just sort of redirect my comments and then I'll get off the stage so someone else can talk. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Someone may have a comment for you. Um, um, Hart, did you have a comment for him? Well, if you'll let him finish first, I, I want to say something to him, though. Yes, go ahead, John. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. 
No, you go ahead. She wants you to finish. Oh, yeah, I was just going to move it in a different direction. I was going to say make some comments about FFCHS, if I'm getting the acronym right. Um, I mean, I look at fightgangstalking.com a lot. I mean, there's a lot of disinformation out there, but so far as I can tell, fightgangstalking.com is a credible source. And the author of that website, in no uncertain terms, states that he believes FFCHS. He, he just makes a blanket generalization and just says it's a front organization for the government. Now, I was listening to you talk and the gentleman talked just now, and he made it, you know, from at least him, the gentleman spoke, he made it sound like there are some good people, some, some true targets in FFCHS, but the organization is overrun by, by perps and, you know, government operatives and so on and so forth. I mean, maybe that's the case. But I'm just, you know, earlier in the conversation, someone else invoked fightgangstalking.com. And, I mean, if, you, if you're going to bring those two together, then you've got to know that fightgangstalking.com has no, no belief and no faith in FFCHS. I'm just putting that out there. Well, FFCHS has recently outed their president. They've overthrown their president, removed him from office. So they are working on reorganizing, and they actually have an open position for um, president. So there's a lot of shakeup going on right now um, through this transition period. I don't know if people really have a lot of confidence in them, but they're working to change that. So we're going to have an open mind and hope that, you know, things get better and that they become an organization that really helps targets. Yeah. So we have to just stay tuned for that. Okay. Let me let me add just one more thing real quick. Uh, you know, the, even if there is an element of uh, control or, or government involvement or whatever it is behind FFCHS, that doesn't mean that we still can't use the organization for the benefit of the TI community. If we have enough people that are aware, they have to operate, uh, you know, uh, with a level of credibility and uh, integrity with us being around. So, um, you know, we can use our leverage and our integrity to make them, even against their will, do what we want. Otherwise, they're just going to expose themselves. So, uh, Well, there needs, there needs to be more accountability, you know, okay. to the people. There needs to be more, uh, the, the, the victims need to be more involved in what, what, what's happening with any organization that is claiming to represent us. Yeah, and just so you know, the author of FightGangstalking.com, one of his critiques of FSCHS is, you know, what have they done? What do they do? I mean, you know, they have information on the website. They have information on the website, you know. This is electronic harassment. These are the symptoms. This is organized stalking or gang stalking and, you know, so on and so forth. But there's no mobilization. There's no, no you know. There has not been any real movement, and, and so I'm hoping that that changes. There's not really been many demonstrations. Um, nothing, nothing to my knowledge. I mean, there there was that bioethics committee, I think, back in, what, 2011, but I think that's the biggest thing that I know about. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's funny, and this is a sidebar comment, but if we're talking about the same thing, you know, it's like speaking to Congress, these different targets testifying as to their targets. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've become very familiar with these gang-stalking hand signals, and it could be that I'm just, you know, got neural NLP programming going, but I just felt like a lot of, quite a few of those audience members in those videos making those hand signals. It just seemed, you know, like that that event seemed to be overrun. But that's, I'm not going to, you know, 
take up a lot of time with that comment because that's that's just me yeah. speaking. That's myself. interesting. Okay, so, I want to hear what Hart has to say. Hart wanted to respond to something you said earlier. Go ahead, Hart. I wanted to say to him that I've been a victim of um, them. Uh, I met somebody online and uh, fell in love and actually married them, and um, they were a perk. I'm sure of it uh, because the first thing they tried to do when I was being uh, manipulated with, with frequencies is they tried to first put me into the penal system, and then when that didn't work, they tried to put me in the, into the behavioral health system. So those are the two components that the program uh, tries to get you to, and for them to help toward that lets me know that they were they were perped out and literally paid to do what they did. But my point to you is that they know that the intimacy level is the one part that can really break a target. Because yeah. when you trust somebody and you've intertwined your emotions with them and you've been intimate with them, that hurts. That's a whole new level of hurt. And so the thing that kept me from falling apart was my spiritual life, was, you know, not trying to force my religious attitude on anybody, but just it, it's only the power of God that kept me from really losing it because that, was, that, that could have broke me. And, and it didn't break me. And so I just wanted to say that um, that's the time, this is the time in all of our lives where we have to have a faith in something bigger than us, someone bigger than us, because they can pull out all the stops. And I want, I, I, I keep trying to stress because of my background, I'm a retired, a forced retired engineer, come out of, um, uh, the aeronautics world, uh, DOD clearance and all of that, and there's a lot of targets. It's a great majority of targets out of military and out of defense. So that tells me that this ongoing power to control our lives is, 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 is tied, is tied in to the, the, a controlling factor that has the ability to rule the world. And so we ha- we have to rest i just feel that we have to rest in the fact that this is really big it's beyond just trying to aggravate us they invest in us they have we're human resources we're free experimentees and they have an entire network invested in us so it's not just to aggravate us and push us over the edge the attitude is to keep us alive long enough to experiment and find out what it is they need to know for that particular target and how the protocol works with them. And so we we have to find a new love and a new identity and a new normal for us because they've tried to come in and unseat and unhinge every air of normalcy for us. And our way of fighting back is to understand what it is and to and to find new love for ourselves. And I just wanted to encourage you. I'm in Georgia. Alabama's not all that far away. You got me. You said you don't have nobody. That. You got me. You got me. And you said your name okay. again is? Heart. I go by heart on the phone, but okay. I, will I, got you. Renata, I will have Renata to give you my number, and then I will share information with you. I, but I appreciate that. And this whole thing, the perp thing, 
If the whole thing is God is so, that's, the targets can't trust anybody. That's why there's an infiltration at every level. That's why it's in your neighborhood, it's in the businesses, it's in the workplace, it's in every place so that you can't trust anybody. So if we find that new love for ourselves and, a, and trust in a spirit bigger than us, we can find each other. And when we find each other, we cling on for dear life, and we be that support system and be real and be honest with each other. I appreciate that. If I could ask you, I have a couple of questions. One's a small one and one's a, you know, a more substantial one. You said um, you were involved with this, romantically involved with this perp, and they tried to get you in the penal system, and then they tried to get you into the behavioral health system. Do you mean like uh, seeing a psychiatrist? Is that what you mean by mental health? institution? Yeah. Oh. Yes. They tried to get yeah. me in a mental institution. They tried to, um, mm-hmm. when I started getting angry because they weren't forthcoming about their life, and so when I started getting angry about it, and some of that I realized now was mind control. I didn't know what was happening to me. But the first thing they did, they told me they we were going to a marriage counselor, and they took me and tried to get uh, Kaiser to put me into a, a behavioral health center. It's just that I'm so, such a cool lady and had my stuff together. The people looked at it like, uh-uh, we're not trying to bring her in here. <laughs> so it didn't work, yeah. So let me just um let me let me just clarify a little bit what she said. I don't think you mind because you shared it so yourself part. So I'm gonna make it more clear what she said. The person the perpetrator who was sent who she later found out was a perp who she had married, he led her to believe that they were going for marital counseling. But when she got there, she found out that he, he had actually taken her to a psychiatrist, trying to get her committed, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 the things these people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I can't go. You know, I can't right now at this point because of all the stuff I got, got going on, being gang stalked, and then I got this perp with my child using using as leverage. I I can only go into so much detail, but let me just say that this perp, she did the same thing. I mean, she's she's well. I'm just gonna keep it real. I can't go into too much detail, but and she turned people friends of mine that I knew before she even existed. She manipulated the whole situation so much, just controlled the narrative and got them. There was a chorus of them. You need to, you know, you're paranoid, you're, you're this, you're that, you know, you're a threat to her. I mean, it's just like, it was, it's unbelievable, the level of betrayal, but we all have the betrayal stories. I mean, but it's, and, you know, I've always been, you know, got, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, a young, I'm not, you know, in my 20s anymore, they don't have any kids, and she and I were about to have this kid. And I mean, I, I just got caught up. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I, 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 again, I can't go into too much detail, but all of this is to say that I can relate. And it's, it's just and, – and then I'm going to come back to something else you said. This is a nice Can, can I ask you a question real quick, do, just yeah. for the benefit of those listening? Do you think that this – and I know you can't say much, but do you think that this perpetrator lady – was she sent to you from the beginning, or do you think it was a legitimate relationship and then they turned her again? She, she was she was she was sent to me because I mean I my gut I was the gang stalking had started in full and mm-hmm. you know and that's when I met her and I was suspicious of her, right? Okay. But but I I didn't listen to my gut and you know you know so she was sent and and the same thing the gaslighting you know. There's a certain set of things that they do to me, right? She did them early on, and I basically, 
I didn't trust her, but then she she basically, you know, showered me with all this attention. I mean, it, social hacking. I mean, she knew what buttons to push. I mean, they do so much research on us, right? Yeah. Before before you realize what that you are being stalked, you are being studied. They look at all your weaknesses, your tendencies, you know, your 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 personality. She knew exactly what to do. She and they knew about my weaknesses. They knew how to kind of ingratiate. So. Long story short, she was sick. It's it's the whole thing. I mean, this is sick and psychotic as what they do is. I gotta say, it's a well-oiled machine. It's disgustingly well well organized and well oiled. I mean, so long story short, she was sent. And, but I, I wanted to okay. come back to the to the religion piece. And you know, I'm here in the South, right? And I, you know, let's just say I have family here and I have some ties to the South. My childhood. There are all these Christians here. And, you know, I was raised Christian. I lost my faith a long time ago. I, you know, I never became an atheist, but I became, you know, undecided, agnostic, right? This stuff has happened to me. I had no one. I've lost everybody. Lost my reputation, been mobbed off jobs, well-educated, but all of a sudden, I, you know, employers think I'm... Hello, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Uh-huh, go okay. ahead. I'm on a I'm on a burner phone, so let me hurry up because I'm running out of minutes. Uh, life of a TI burner. Phone. So someone but, wants uh, to give you some information um, as well on someone in Alabama. So go ahead before you run out um, of minutes. Okay. Let's make sure you get that information. Yeah, yeah, I got okay. I got a few minutes left on this phone, but I won't talk forever. But um, let's see. Um, God, this stuff has me so wound up, I forgot where I was. Um, okay, let me say this. If you have access to a computer, you can you can join the call via computer as long as you have speakers. I can tell you how to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm good on that front. I'm good on that front. Well, I guess, okay. um, yeah, I would just say the God piece. Long story short, lost my faith. What's happened to me has been so bad with the gang stalking and, you know, slander and all of it, right, that even even I – was moving back to God, but what what made me back off God is I'm being perped. I'm being gang stalked by Christians. I'm, I'm being gang stalked by all kinds of people. You name it, right? People in three piece suits, gangs. I mean, like literally thugs off the street. You know, mm-hmm. regular regular blue collar workers, white collar workers, everybody. But the Christians, that has it. it, it I just can't. I'm not. I'm not going to go to church because let's just say that. The churches are involved. I mean, you. I hope. You, well, they I hope are. They are, and I, I have that same experience. But don't let that turn you from God, because your relationship with God is what matters, not with the people, not with the church, not with the religion. Your direct relationship with God is what matters. These people are faking to be Christians, and let me yeah. tell you, it's not. It's not just the Christians that are involved in stalking. I know. I know. I know. But it's just. Okay. The, I know it's not just the Christians. It's not mainly the Christians, but that the Christians are involved. They are, but don't let that it. discourage you from your relationship with God. Please but see, don't. the thing is, my relationship with God has been so strained forever, and it only I only was kind of coming back to it because of everything I've been going through. I have to admit, and but but, but that's a that's a personal crisis that I'm going to have to just deal with, and I'm not going to quit. You, that, that can be fixed. That can be fixed. The Lord's arms are always open, so just work on that, okay? Don't let these people keep you from going to the kingdom of heaven. Okay, and I'm going to say this one last thing, and I'm going to open it up to whoever you said wanted to share something with me. I mean, Christ was gang-stalked, right? Yeah, Think was. about that. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So, I mean, 
you know, and and, and he was gangstar. He was he was Jewish. I'm not, gonna, I'm not demonizing all Jewish people, but Christ was a Jew, and he was gangstalked by his fellow Jews and by other people too. And mm-hmm. to be a Christian and then be gangstalked by other Christians, I mean, to be, mm-hmm. you know, to be a Christian is to be Christ-like. I mean, I get it. it's perfect then, isn't it? Your your Christ was gangstalked by his own people. Christians can mm-hmm. be gangstalked by their own people. But right. And it's it. very hurting. But, you know, you're going to need the Lord to guide you through this uh, crisis you're going through with your son. He will direct your path, but you're going to need to seek him. You know, okay. and he'll he'll get he'll get you through that because that's difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna close so someone else can share the story. Okay, but, okay. Kathy, Kathy, are Renata, you there? Renata, yes, can I'm I can here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm Kathy. Here. Give, give him the information you have for him because he needs to go. His okay. Well, all I have is a phone number. Do you have something okay. to write with and on, John? I do, yes. Okay. My name is Kathy. I'm in Arizona. Um, my phone number is area code 520-406-8509. Okay, so my and, phone's beeping uh, because believe of the low the minutes. Lady, the lady okay. and her husband are in... Um, in Alabama. Okay, thank you, John. It's not there very close by. Okay. Who's in Alabama? Um, well, this is her call name is Tanya. She the I have the last phone number she gave me and uh she's a really good lady. She's a sweetheart. She and her husband are both targets. Okay. And, and my, uh, she, she was actually able to get rid of a lot of her targeting, so she would be a good person to talk to. And, and Kathy, my phone was beeping as you spoke because of the low minutes, but you said your number is 520-406-8509? That's correct, John. Okay, thank and you. And Kathy is my real name. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. John, thank you so much. I'm I'm really glad you were able to um to join in. I'm going to email you Hart's phone number. She's the lady who offered her support to you. Okay. Okay, thank you. And I'm gonna Yeah, and we'll be praying for you, okay? Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for everything you do. No problem. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye bye. Renata. Yes. I wanted to say that uh real quick. One of the things that that happens to the targeted individual from a spiritual perspective is it connects is it disconnects us from this world. If we could see it spiritually, it they take everything. They literally take everything. So if we could find a new normal to 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 not let it hurt us, how they've unhinged our normal and 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 accept the fact that they have removed us from this world and maybe that's a good thing so that we're all ready prepared for something better and something better well the scripture tells us that we're in this world but we're not of this world you know and the world the world is not going to accept us it accepts its own and we're not of the world so we're not going to be accepted here we're visitors here unwanted visitors yeah this is very true yeah and it's a yep. form of per- 
it's a form of persecution that's really like what Jesus went through. It, it is. It's. It's. There's no other form of persecution like this in life. But the thing, it's what helps me so much is to understand that it is. It's the evil nature of man. So I'm not wigged out by how evil he could be because that's his nature without God. He's evil. That's true. That's true. And we're lucky, really, because God is pushing us toward him. Yeah. And I know that's a lot of the reason in the spirit realm why I was put in this program, because I was uh, I was a loose cannon. I was really far from God, and he really um, brought me back to him, and he has not let me down. Yeah. He won't let you down. If you listen to him and you know it's his voice, he won't let you down. Very true. Okay, I just unmuted a bunch of people. Did any of you guys want to say anything? Yeah, I wanted to add my noise. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm listening to the what the dude is going through. Uh, I, I get it. Like. Uh, you know, it can happen where you you meet some good purpose. But but uh, but my situation is still ongoing. I don't know. I I live each day uh, one one day at a time. Uh, so um, all I know that it seems at this point they seem to be uh, uh, they target her now. Okay, especially when she comes over here to my place to do some karaoke. Like I noticed that they're now doing her vocal cords where they, you know, they attack her uh, her vocal cords. So I think, um, you know, who knows what's going on. Could be street theater, but um, I'm taking one day at a time. Um, you know, people people listen to these stories and then they get all scared about, um, you know, opening themselves up to the possibility of a relationship. I'm, I mean, I refuse to live under the thumb of the devil, and that's exactly what you're doing when you refuse to live. You refuse to interact with other human beings. You refuse to be in a sexual relationship. You refuse to relate to other uh, people, opposite gender or same gender, whatever. You know, you you refuse to get uh, more friends. They win. The devil wins. Um, they win. Uh, you know, hands down. They 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 manipulate you. They force you. They put you in a corner where they, they where you're reacting the way they want you to react by not socializing, by by not being a human being. Okay, so. I, I refuse to live like that. Like, I, I could live under a rock and say, well, no, I'm not going to take a chance. But I'm taking a chance, and I do it a step, uh, a day at a time, and it seems to be working out. I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen over the horizon. But right now, I'm I'm having a good time. It's, um, you know, I have my eyes open. I have my, uh, I have my brain open. I so... You know the situation. Who knows where where it could go, or who knows what uh, what I'm really dealing with. But I just take it slow and easy. And right now, so that's all I can do, and that's all I can say. That's that's just one for the for the other side. You know, it sounds very grim and very. You know, it can be scary to open yourself up to to you know to let people into your life, but you got to do it. Oh, you don't got to do it. I'll speak for myself. I did it, and I'm not regretting it so far. I'm, I'm just seeing how it goes day by day. But you give Renata, a I'm just uh, I'm going to sign off here. I want to thank you for having me on. Also, I wanted to let everybody know that um, 
the 25th of December, I will be out there on the air. I'm not going to schedule a guest. I'm just going to open the window and have open lines if everybody wants to come in and talk just so everyone's not alone. Okay. Thank you, bad baby. Yeah, and you guys all stay safe. And uh, as far as the relationship thing goes, good luck to you all, and make sure you find someone that has your back without a knife in it. Exactly. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Bye, you guys. Thank you. Okay, thank What's you. What's her number, baby. Renata? What's your, give your um, call information. Oh, okay. Um, my my number is four three five zero three, and I'm out there at 10 p.m. Friday nights Eastern, and uh, my Wednesday night is four six three three three, and I'm out there at 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay, four three five zero three. Four three five zero three. Yes. Okay, and if thank you lose you. the information, like I said earlier, if you guys lose the information, just Google Bad Baby Freedom. My link pulls right up. Okay. And Bad you guys baby. all stay safe, and thanks, Renata. You stay safe, and everybody be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too, Bad Baby. Bye. Bye. Okay, anyone else want to say anything? Jerome makes a great point, um, as usual, but makes a great point, basically, he's saying... I'm just like putting words in his mouth, kind of. But you gotta you at least have to try, not define your life by these people. And there's still things I'm not doing because of the smear campaign. Like I try to date a girl every time, like um, you know, I don't get a call back, whatever, so to speak, because some piece of garbage has a word with her, and I'm not crying about that. But my point is, he's right on as far as like you have to try at least, and you have to just you know not like it's not like you're pretending this program doesn't exist, but you just have to keep moving forward with your life as much as possible. And like, um, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend people, you know, going on with your life like you said as much as possible because that's what they don't want you to do. Now, when it comes to relationships, um, you know, that's to each his own because a lot of people live by themselves. They've been burned more than once, um, you know, and they just don't want to put themselves out there like that. You know, so whatever, whatever works for the individual. Can I say something about that, Renata? Yeah. Because I have a boyfriend now, um, an online boyfriend, but I screened him very carefully. And this is how I did it. I asked him a lot of questions. And I wrote down his answers. And then I questioned him. This has been going on for over a year. I questioned him about the things that he told me, and I kept records. And I know that sounds cold-blooded, but it's almost what you have to do because. Um, and I and I did get background information on him. I did ask him very specifically uh, about how he felt about my targeting. Um, and uh, it, it was a long process, but I think that I can trust him now. And I wouldn't get involved with anybody um, in my city because they can be turned. I want to meet somebody who is outside of the city, and then I would meet him uh, where he lives rather than here. 
because I have had so many people turn. They were good people when I first started to talk to them, but then they were poisoned. And um, so it, it, it just is a, a very, very, very bad situation. Kathy, can I ask you a question? When you met, Kathy, can I ask you a question? When you met your boyfriend online, um, probably not in the beginning, but did you eventually tell him that you targeted? Yes. Yes, I did. And I asked him if that was a problem for him, and he said no. And I told him um, after I asked him a few questions, and I went back, and I asked him the questions again, and he gave me the same answers, um, I started to trust him a little bit more, and then I told him the specifics of my targeting. Okay. Now, some of these people can be real crazy and good, and they can tell you, you know, they they know what you're doing in screening them. But um, since I've been on the phone and talking to targets and praying with them, I learned a little bit about how to screen them and make sure I'm not wasting my time on a bunch of perpetrators. Okay. So, well, I, I yes, I did tell him that I was targeted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he I was okay that everyone, with that. I hope that everyone who desires a relationship have one, you know, with a non-person, of course. I think that, well, God is love, you know, and I think that we all deserve love in our lives. So yeah. I really hope that people find meaningful companionship and meaningful relationships. Now, did you were you targeted before you were married, Renata? So you probably didn't have to just you were targeted. No, no. Uh, to my knowledge, the targeting was after. Oh, okay, okay. But you know, sometimes I think back. You know how you can look at little episodes in your life, and sometimes I can look back and and see that it went back even further. So maybe I wasn't married at the time. I I, I don't know. I don't know, because okay. I can run these little scenes in my mind where I'm thinking, well, that might have had something to do with targeting. You know, you all know how that goes. It goes yeah. back further than you really realize. The more you right. learn about the program, the more you can look back and say, this was targeting, that was targeting. It just Things just start to make sense. Right. I have to go now, Renata. Um, thank you, and God bless everybody. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. I just want to throw this in, like, uh, for example, about, I think, 19 years ago or 20 years ago before I went to Buffalo State College here. Um, For about three, two or three months before I started going to school, um, I swear to God, I had all kinds of intrusive thoughts. I mean, like, literally intrusive thoughts out of nowhere. It wasn't self-esteem issues, per se, just things like uh, my own inner voice, no, like, V2K, like a neighbor's voice or someone else's voice, family member. I had all these inner, all these thoughts, intrusive thoughts that I shouldn't have had nonstop every day before I went to school, two or three months before I went. People are going to treat you like this. People are going to call you this and that name. People are going to act like this. And I'm not kidding. When I got there, I, at first, like, looking back, I first thought it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, meaning, you, you know, you create, like, your own, like, reality, so to speak. But, no, it was, it was them, 100%. No, I mean, like, you know, I try to be honest with myself as possible because, you know, one of the big problems when you try to analyze stuff, like, with mental health, I mean, the real psychology that exists is the mind studies the mind, but you know what? 
And looking back, they, they can literally put doubts in your head, subliminally, however they do it, microwave hearing, low frequency, whatever these animals call it, they put crap in my head. So when, it, when it, like uh, I went to campus, when I went to Buffalo State, you know, I got all kinds of crap, not nonstop. But looking back between the campus security and the way teachers said certain trigger words and students were doing stuff and this and that, and the looks and the talk, um, I'm not that important. I'm not putting myself down. The point is this. That was 100% gangster. And this is, what, 18, 19 years ago. So it's like, um, and I really believe that. I know I was in the program before that, but I just thought too many things just start fitting together for now and the rest of you guys. Like, like I said, the more you learn this program, it's like learning a language, and you just start, like, you go back to, like, based on what I know now, if I were to apply it to, like, uh, say, a year ago, what I knew about gang stalking, it's a, it's a huge difference how much I've learned. And the more you learn, and you compare, and, you, like, as you learn information, you discard what's useless, and you apply what is useful to yourself or what you've heard others experience. The, the point is this, like, um, like about, what was it, like um, 17 or 18 years ago, a little after college, 17 years ago roughly, I committed myself because I had severe obsessive compulsive disorder, panic attacks, you know, like uh, for like one or two weeks of this like hospital in Buffalo. And honestly, like I've done some reading up on OCD and panic attacks. And you know what? I was like near psychotic. I was worrying about gouging my eyes out and all that, obsessions about it. I really believe 100% now it's them. I'm not some big baby that's saying, oh, the perps did this, the perps did that. I don't blame them for everything. I don't want to give them power they don't deserve. I don't want to give them any power. But based on what I know and based on like the fact that we all know as targets, they do try to take us out through the psychiatric industry, I really believe that's one of the ways they try to do it with me. 100% I have no doubts. So, I mean, like, yeah, you're looking back, like, based on what we know now, and, you know, are listening to other targets and doing tons of reading, you can say, okay, we've been in the program this long, at least, obviously. Obviously. It's like it's literally like learning a language, and plus like the patterns they do and what they don't do. And I just want to throw in and I'll let someone else get in line. Um, I've noticed this too. I don't know how on on the money I am, but you know, after years and years of conditioning, uh, mainly subliminally, because that's the best way to condition someone to program them is you know below their uh, conscious threshold, you know their unconscious mind, whatever. So basically, when they like hurt me, they throw the old crap at me. Like it's the variations on a theme. The old triggers, but they uh, like do the timing differently, the intensity. Uh, some days they'll have a lot of targeting. Some days they'll have none, almost none. And but the thing is, they try to keep catching me off guard. It's like a cheap bad horror movie where they jump out of nowhere and go boo, so to speak. But they really, I really believe, like, oh, yeah, they have the mind control, this and that. They can induce fear and anger, like, in the moment and make it feel like it's our normal reaction. They get, I had my own gym, like, a couple of days ago. Like, I just, I was on, like, one of the machines and I turned my head to the left for no reason. What did I have? The manager give me the guilt look, doing the tough guy walk, you know, the, the crap, the usual garbage we have to see. So what I'm saying is, it's like, um, I was going off on a tangent here. I'm just trying to say, like, um, damn it. Just despite all they do to us, I really believe a million percent, we do have our own free will. So if this lady's still listening, um, your free will, who you, what you are, not just only a broken record, is, is, is priceless. You just, you can't put anything on there. But um, you know, we have to, we do, we do have to try to live our lives, especially like, I'll tell you one thing that's really taken me off, and I just realized that, like, certain places I go to, I get more, like, police oblique, in other words, from a distance perving, or, like, whatever, and, like, uh, more civilian perps, and it's, like, the same, like, basically, subliminally, whatever, that you can't go there, you shouldn't go here, I'll screw them, I'm not... I'm tired of criminals and scumbags and cowards 
trying to dictate through fear um, how I should and should live. I'm just, I'm at the point I just had enough. Now, I'm not talking big or tough because, you know, never lose touch with your roots as like a targeted individual or human, just who and what you are. And I always realized, like, um, you know, there were times I was severely traumatized. I mean, like, for a long time, I didn't know what the hell was going on. All the calls are traumatized, terrorized, or whatever, but the, the point is this. It's, um... It's just you get to the point where you just get tired of the fear, and I know I know myself so well at this point. Yeah, as a human being in this modern society, which has threats here and there, uh, there's things to worry about. But you know what? I'm trying to live more mindfully in the moment. And like when I do feel fear, when I do feel anger and other weird feelings, obsessions out of nowhere, especially when I have intrusive thoughts of perps, images of them that are like nonstop and worries and ideas. At this point, through the meditation and other work I've been doing on myself, I know it's them. And I know by all the reading I've been doing and listening to some other targets, their mind control capabilities are that powerful. These are weak, stupid people. They're cowards. They're pathetic degenerates. And I can go on with a hundred different names for them. The point is they have tactics, they have technology, and they have like the training. And, um, but other than that, by themselves, they're nothing. So basically, all I'm saying is when we like uh, have a feeling out of nowhere, an odd feeling like an anger or terror, when you look in a direction, you see a trigger there, and you, that's a pattern over time. It's their mind control technology, neurotech, whatever. I'm not even going to debate if I have a chip or whatever. I, I won't. I, I don't even worry about it, or if it's like a nanotechnology from chemtrails. I know the stuff exists. I'm not going to analyze it to death. That's why, like, I try to focus, you know, in my own way. And Renata, you cover this like crazy, and you got some fantastic people on your call on the psychology of it, how you interpret the perping. Like you've mentioned, I think yourself, like you want to interpret all perping is just perping, and that's how I look at like people at the police, for example. You know what? You could look, and I said on my own call last night, you could look at any potential person is a potential quote-unquote threat i'm not going to assign power to people that i have no respect for that i don't fear none of it in other words like all, all perps are basically perps of trying to elicit or cause some kind of negative reaction even written the room hmm? okay let someone have another conversation but let me read something um mute your phone if you have another conversation or if your background is noisy let, oh, me, shoot, uh, let me let me read from the chat room. Okay, uh, let's see. I am a guest. Says I live with someone. It is like living alone. He does not acknowledge me, and because of it, I will not acknowledge him. They make sure he is gone most of the time. It is called isolation. I thought I knew him so well. Oh, that's terrible. That you live with someone who's not even acknowledging you. I wonder if they've gotten to him. What do you think? I, I, I think it's very probable. And, and you know what? They don't have to, like, outright do the smear campaign to everyone. Uh, again, I'm not trying to give them, like, power they shouldn't have with their technology to, like, make people, like, not as interested in you possibly. Because they can, they can introduce complex thoughts. And, like, they really can. They can, like, not necessarily make someone fall out of love with someone, but they can make them not, like, think about them as much. They do this stuff well, in subtle ways. They can definitely cause a lot of division in your house. Yes, they can. Yes, especially if you if your spouse or your um, significant other doesn't believe you, or uh, it, it can be hard. Or if you even oh, excuse me, I had to think. Or even if you're the type that 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 talks about the targeting a lot, 
and your partner doesn't really want to talk about it all the time, there's just a million ways that they can cause division. Oh, wow. The, uh, when you are a targeted person. So sometimes it's best to just bring it, you know, here or to, to other targets because the other people in the house may not want to hear it as much as you want to talk about it, you know. So um, they, they definitely will cause division. I never I thought about it. Um, oh, yeah, it happens. Um, uh, uh, Greg, are you there? I think that's Greg in Missouri. Hello, Missouri. Probably away from the phone. No, no, I just want to. Okay. I'm trying to see if that's Greg. Greg, are you there? Who's in Missouri? Okay. Okay. Yeah, they can invoke feelings so that when we're around people, they feel very uncomfortable and repelled against us. They can definitely do that. I've had people give me dirty looks out of nowhere. There was no cause of it. It's not paranoia. I mean, you just become observant as a target after a while, and you get dirty looks and hateful crap and trigger words, and it's almost like a comedy. I know it's not funny. I'm saying, like, a, you know, it's like a bad horror movie. And, like, they, they can do this, and I didn't think of it until you mentioned it, Renata. And I'll let Nancy go on. I just want to say real fast how, like, yeah, if they target you so much, you just, like, you live with someone or family members in general, and you want to talk about it because it's bothering the hell out of you, it's going to sound like it would to a psychiatrist. It's conspiratorial, delusional, and it'll annoy yeah. people. They don't want to hear about it. Because I used to like t- tell my mom about stuff. And, you know, she was very understanding, and compassionate, but she didn't want to hear it after all. It's just, you know, and I don't blame her looking back. Well, so a lot of times like, they don't understand. You know, they don't understand. Um, and and before you really understand you like this. yourself, <laughs> before you really understand targeting yourself, you don't realize that your emotions are being manipulated. And so you're acting out of character and don't even know why sometimes. Absolutely. Okay. You know what, Renata? Yes. Um, that's where you hold every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, and it takes away all of that mind control. It will snap those those thoughts completely out. Oh, Lord, I have to mute everybody. Excuse me, you guys. I just cannot do all that noise. All right. Start eight if you want to speak because uh and make sure your background is not noisy. I really try to unmute everybody so we can have an interactive conversation, but it's very disruptive when people are having side conversations and their phones uh are noisy and background noise. So if you want to speak, start eight. I will be happy to unmute you. Just make sure your background is quiet, please. Because we cannot hear when, when all that chaos is going on. Texas, go ahead. Oh, did you hear what I said? To just hold every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, and that completely uh, demolishes their brainwaves when they're trying to induce those thoughts or feelings that are negative. Yes. We can beat a lot of this, a lot of this with the Word of God. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's see. Who else is trying to speak here? Indiana, just unmuted you. Oh, hey, how you doing, Renata? Hi, how are you? 
Um, I'm just surviving one day at a time. Hey, I was listening to the lady. I know her voice, but I can't think of her name right now. When she said something, listen to Christ to break the brainwaves, I was just going to ask quickly, do you, do you say something specifically, a specific uh, scripture, or uh, how do I do it? Nancy, I think that's for you. Oh, hey, Nancy Lauren. Is Nancy unmuted? Nancy, where are you? I guess I was just going to ask like a quick example because I, maybe I just. Nancy, did I admit you? I'm sorry, what? Um, the lady is asking you a question. How oh, hi, bring... Nancy. It's Lauren. Yeah, I was just going to ask you real quick. Hey, into the sweetie. Specific... Hi. Yeah, as soon as I said that, they cut me off. They know. They know. This, these people are Luciferians, so they are using satanic ways to attack us, whether people are tuned into that or not. And the word of God is a two-edged sword, and it cuts through this stuff. They don't want people knowing that, so they cut me off. But go ahead, honey. Oh, so so do I say exactly what you say, or is it? Or do I pick a scripture from the Bible, or what exactly do I say? Yes, it is a scripture in the Bible. If you want to just Google, um, hold every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, it will show you... Uh, where in your Bible to go to, and I would just read it out of your Bible out loud until it gets into your um, mind and spirit and heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I'll do. Because they attacked Lillian today very harsh when we were looking at Joel Olstein today. I mean harsh. I'm so sorry you're going through that. They're brutal. They're absolutely brutal, sadistic. Um, I just, I just, you know, if they would just repent and come out and expose this, then, you know, that's why Jesus died on the cross is for the remission of sins. But everything that's done in the dark will come to light. And they just yes, don't believe will. that. They don't believe it. They don't think they're going to have a day of reckoning. They will. Yeah, God says, do not touch my anointed. And like um, uh, <clears throat> Renata was saying earlier about that, the TIs are probably the ones with the brightest lights in us. And so, you know, the darkness cannot exist when there's people, children of the light, that do the right thing. So they try to make us so destitute that we'll just go ahead and go with them. But that's mm-hmm. the bait. That's the bait. And we can't do it. It's not worth no, it. Can. No, it's not. And I, I don't have a computer yet. I'm saving money. But on my Android, I did find it, Nancy. It is Second Corinthians 10.5. Read the Mala Sharkness and every thought to make in a feed. I'm sorry, go ahead and read that more. Oh, okay. Um, Everybody, it is uh, just to let you know, reference it is the Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse five. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Amen. I just got chills. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for sharing, Nancy. Thank you for letting and I'm gonna, me share. I'm going to read that in the King James Version. Was that the um, NIV version that you read? Uh, it was just on my Android, so it's not from the uh, from the Bible, actually. I just looked it up when I just put in oh, okay. uh, Nancy's quote. That's what came up. Okay, so here it is in King James. Um, it's casting down imagination in every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God 
and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Beautiful. There's Thank another scripture that tells us what to think. The, the Bible tells us what to think on. I'll find that. Oh, okay. Yeah, to think on these things. Mm-hmm. And in psychology, it's, you know, um, they tell you the same thing, you know, to just the positive affirmations and the positive thoughts and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the word of God is much more powerful. <laughs> it certainly is. It's certainly indeed. It, it is, is a two-edged sword. And I've mm-hmm. had people that were harassing the heck out of me. And mm-hmm. when I just say one thing that is out of the word of God, they run. They run the other way. They can't stand up to the word of God. Because when you're not afraid of them, they're afraid of you. Because it's the God within us that they want to kill. Right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In all things, you're right. Done in the dark will come to the light. I mean, just look at the corruption. Well, I'm about an hour away. You guys, Chicago is the, it's getting more and more horrible each and every day. It's coming out. The corruption, it looks bad. Yeah. It is bad. We are definitely living in the end times, I tell you. Yes, we are, because even when I watch the news, it's almost like these greedy participants of corruption. It's almost like the protesters are, they're calling them by their first name, guys. They're not even titling them anymore. The mayor is trying to do this, so, you know, I'm so sorry, it's unacceptable. And outside there, get out of here, Rob, get out of here, Rob. I'm like, oh, my God. He said, you need to go. <laughs> Anita, you need to go. They're calling them by their first names now. They want them out. Oh, my. It's awful. They're okay, storming. Yeah. They're protesting Macy's. They went inside the store. Oh, Yeah, wow. just remember that there's nothing hidden that won't be revealed. And it we won't. will have a time when all of this is going to be revealed. It, and they, I, need yeah. to, they need to repent and reveal mm-hmm. what they've done for their salvation. before yes, they do. Late. Because all I'm saying, it's not just the law enforcement, it's the city council. You guys, they all have this defeated, lowered look. If they could just disappear, they would. I can tell you about the city council. Lord, they are so corrupt. They are. They are very corrupt. Because the thing is, I think everybody keeps saying this is more than just paying money. The family got $5 million. It's not about money, you guys. It's not about money. Well, that's another thing out of the Bible. You can't serve both God and money. So when people are bearing false witness and stealing other people's assets and inheritances, <laughs> and like in Lauren's, uh, your sister's case, um, about uh, you know the intellectual property, that is of God. And when they are messing with that and taking that away, that you know you can't. That's serving money, and they're they're godless. They absolutely they are. have no God in them when they do that. Exactly. And they think it's just about money and fun and uh, mm-hmm. rolling with the big boys. And it's mm-hmm. like they need to snap out of it. Yes, they do. And but this feeling, you're right, of any – Lillian said it so well when they kept pursuing it. Her intellectual property plus what our mother left here in 1948 for her four daughters. They denied it based on race. My sister said it so clear. If you will steal a – Substantial amount. Don't you know the man somewhere that just wants to give his grandson his wrist, you know, his watch, and someone steals it? What I'm saying, if you'll still big, you'll still small. If they're exactly. still grand, nobody. If he said all he all he had in the world was his watch, but mm-hmm. he wanted his grandson to have it. If you'll steal that, you'll steal bigger treasures. 
That's right. Nobody's assets or inheritance will ever be safe. And so did you find it? Thief will, yeah, the thief will become a beggar. The thief will become a beggar. Yellow. What are you talking to me, Nancy? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, Did you okay, find what so you were looking for? These I are words of wisdom. Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay? So the Lord wants us to think on pleasant things, the bottom line. That's what we have to meditate upon. God's word and the things you just said. When you meditate on those, it breaks the stronghold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hello? Yes, go ahead, Jerome. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have my things to say because, you know, you took a poke at my methods here. So um, I know um, every no every every everyone they they've got their own methods and they they got their own things. But um, I'm going to say that uh, you know mil- millions of people have been killed in the name of Christianity. No one's been killed in the in the uh, name of meditation or affirmations. Okay, so it's all, it all depends on which methods the affirma- the affirmations and the meditations they work for me. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I'm just saying that I also rely on other methods to. Uh, to strengthen my mind and my body, I use yoga and martial arts. So, well, you know, that that wasn't a fair comment. That's it. You know, whatever method works for you, with some, you know, that should be your method. I mean, you can't you can't say this method is better, or this method is better than that method. I don't think so. Well, I think people. Are, okay, I was trying to find that noise. Um, I think people are speaking for themselves. I don't think anyone was like coming against you. No, don't, 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 don't make it about me, I'm saying. No, don't make it about me, I'm saying that the affirmations and the meditations, they work for me. Okay, like... Oh, um, they and, work for me, too. Yeah, it's, it's got its history of, um, of uh, you know, atrocities and rapes and murders, so you can't say that it is that the supreme method and it yes. is like the without tarnished... Uh, it's got a reputation of being, of being murderous and, uh, you know, and things like that. You gotta look in the good and the bad. You know, I use med- Jerome, meditation. Jerome, I've been off the call most of the time. I haven't even been on when you've talked today because there's been a lot of activity in my house. So it was not against you or anything anyone else said. I was saying, don't make it about me. I didn't say it's about that's me. That's what don't I'm make saying it about me. is that I wasn't making it about you. You seem very defensive, and I was not trying to offend you whatsoever because I didn't. No, I wasn't I even on here for when saying, you were talking. Saying that in general. Whatever methods work, it should be whatever method works. Because I'm a gung fu guy, I use meditation. You know, I use affirmations. I use that to strengthen my mind. Everything is of God anyway, so it doesn't matter. You know, if it's it doesn't matter if it's like a different form or a different way of doing it, it's still all from God. Uh, you know, unless it's satanic, then that's a different situation. But you know, it's all about mind power and just trying to uh, strengthen yourself spiritually. Okay. I think, I think, we I think that's the same that. thing that she was saying when she read that, to think on the things that are good. You know, that's yep. all. Yep. So we're okay. actually in agreement. Um, we have probably about 10 minutes or so. Did anyone else want to say anything? Thank you, Jerome. Okay. 
I wanted to say so, something. Hi, this yes, is Doris. Same thing I did on this call all day. Um, oh. I really appreciate this call. It's wonderful, and I appreciate all that was said today. Um, Thank you. It, you know what Jerome just said, you know, it's all of God. Well, without the power of Jesus Christ behind it, it's there's a there's a stop sign at the end of it. That's what I want to say about that part. But the other part um, is that, you know, I sometimes I get really disconcerted when I hear people um, blaming everything on perps and uh, saying that they're being perpetrated and the one thing that I realize is that we are flesh and blood human beings we all come with baggage we all come with more social skills than other people and it's not a thing where we can sit around and blame the perks I mean we still have to continue growing and in the Lord and in relationships and in skills and in whatever it takes, we can't just roll over and say, oh, well, it's them, those, and they. Uh, I'm so tired of that. I am so tired of that. And um, I wouldn't have made it this far if I hadn't taken that attitude. I have had some blessings along the way, and I, I, I'm thankful for that, and I realize that. But at the same time, you can't forget who you are and and what what you need to do and be responsible. So I don't think those words are too harsh. I think that they are reality. Um, Anyway, if anybody has a comment on that, I wouldn't mind feedback. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Lala, were you trying to say something? Yes. I tried to say okay, something like three times earlier. I couldn't couldn't get anything in. But anyway, I wanted to say that? I wanted to say, um about the magnets, I wanted to say what I learned is that um when you wear the magnets, they don't do the signals all in one day. That's why come nobody get no relief from one day from wearing the magnet. It takes time for them to do what they're doing to us. So when uh, it takes, uh, you never know when the signal is going to go out, depending on when they threw the frequency at you. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, so for those of you who wear magnets, uh, Lala's telling you that you're not going to get an overnight relief from them. It's going to take some time. You want to give the name of your YouTube video, Lala? Uh, how to disable uh, microchips. And implants and nail chips. Okay. So Lala has a video out there on how to use magnets to um, counteract some of the direct energy effects. Thank you, Miss Lala. Who is that? Lala, how do I get this information? Like, is it on your website? Sorry. Yeah, it's on. The, I made a YouTube video. The first time I did it, I got 76 hits overnight, and then the, they took it down. And then the next day, I went. But <laughs> Renata, thank God for Renata. Uh, she inspired me to do a video, and um, people were like, "Put it back up there! Put it back up there!" So I went and I made another video, and um, I need to make some more because uh, I got a. 
you're going to get some pain. You're going to get some pain. The reason why you're going to get pain with the magnets is because they shoot this stuff at you while you sleep. And if you record yourself while you're asleep, you'll hear the pain that you're in. So when you're wearing a magnet, you're getting a reverse, but it's not as harsh as when they put it in. It's not that bad. It's like you're, re- you're reversing. You're, re- you're moving yourself away from the satellite, basically. Okay, so give them the exact um, name of the video once again so they can find it. It's called um, How to Disable um, Implants and Nail Chips. As soon as you put in How to Disable Microchips, it should, I think it's the first one that pops up. What's your account name? Huh? What's the account name? Uh, my name is Lala. I put Lala Davis. It's under Lala Davis. L-A-L-A? Yeah, L-A-L-A um, Davis. All right. Yeah, I got like a little bit of the satellite left. And they're not giving me that much gang stalking. No, uh, holograms are almost gone. I think I got a little bit of holograms. The V2K is gone. They don't really bother me. Just with the Lala, Lala, um, Lala, a couple of years ago, used to get really bad V2K. I think it was two people that were talking their head. And she says that's all the way gone. But she's been very faithful about using those magnets every single day for over a year. So um, you uh, have to be patient months. with it. Yeah, almost two years. So you have to be patient, um, but it it works because she doesn't get the voices anymore. That's a good thing. All right. Yeah. Let me unmute some more people. I didn't realize everybody was muted. We probably have about 10 minutes or so. Um, Before I unmute you guys, let me do my... um, Motivation. Okay, this comes from the Daily Motivator. It's called Free Yourself from Anger. When anger arises, you can let it go and create more room for joy. Though you have the right to be angry, which we do, um, you also have the right to free yourself from anger. When someone or some situation angers you, step back and consider your options. Choose the option that will bring the most positive value in the long run. Anger can quickly clarify your priorities, raise your energy level, and get you going. But anger won't sustain your efforts. When you've been hurt, it's natural to be angry. But don't perpetuate the pain by hanging on to the anger. Let the anger go and transform its energy into positive determination. Direct your efforts towards building and improving, not towards destruction and vengeance. Do yourself a favor by doing what's best for you and for everyone else. Free yourself from anger and free yourself to be your best. Very well said. This is from uh, greatday.com, Ralph Marston. Really, really, really good. I think we talked about anger last week. It's not worth it to hold on to it. You know, forgiveness is for yourself. That's what I say. All right, we have about uh, five, ten good minutes. We'll unmute you guys. And everyone have a, a great week. We're coming up on the um, Christmas um, Christmas holiday. I hope that, um, you know, no one sits around lonely and, and depressed.
depressed or anything. I, I may do a call that day. I'm not sure. I might. Because I'm not really doing anything. So we'll just see. All right, everybody's unmuted. You guys can talk. Hi, Renata. Hello. How are you, New York? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. No complaints. Well, the the call was a very interesting call today, but I just I would just rather sit back and listen. Okay, so what what caught your attention? The perv, the person that want, that was thinking about becoming a perv. That was interesting, huh? Very. She yes. got quiet. I don't know if we ran her away or what, but she got quiet. I mean, in Matthew it says, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you." You know. whatever she's feeling, apparently she was at the beginning stages of being targeted. If she didn't feel comfortable, how in the world would she think somebody else would feel comfortable with her probing them? Right. I was thinking, I was saying to myself, like, she really can't be targeted or she would know it's not okay. It's not a good feeling to to be targeted. So why would you want to do that to someone else? But there are targets who who turn. There are targets who turn. You know, and um, I don't understand that. I, I, I'd i rather be on this side than that side. And, you know, that's sort of like being double-minded. You, to me, you're supposed to be clear on which side you want to be on. Do you want to be on the side where you're torturing people, or do you want to be on the side with God? Because, again, there was a young gentleman that said that God was targeted, too, and that, that was true. Yes. Very true. And you know what? It is. It does come down to, you're right, which side do you want to be on, good or evil? Right. There's there's no in-between there. None. And that's what this world is coming to. You know, this government is almost making people choose that way. Yeah. You know? And and we have... mm -hmm, Go ahead. And in the end, you're going to get it anyway. So I'd rather be on the side for right because if you're on the side for evil and you think you're going to get away, you're not getting away. No. That's right. You're not. And you know the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night, and I, I plan to be ready when he comes. I'm not doing none of that evil stuff. You don't I even do. dance You don't dance with the devil, period, at all. Amen. You know? So but that's all I, I, I have Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, New York. No, I was saying I'm always short and, and to the point. I like to just give everybody the floor. So that's all I have to say. But I hope everyone has a nice weekend, a nice week. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you do too. How's the weather in New York right now? Is it getting cold? No, it's great. I think it was 61 degrees today. Yeah, it's oh. been beautiful. No it's storm. nowhere near as cold as it should be now. Wow. It's, Buffalo's it's like cold the 50s. And, um, it's storming here. It's been storming. We had um, uh, some thunder and lightning. You know, we don't know how to act when we get that kind of weather in California. <laughs> we have great weather here. Wow, that's good. Very good. But it gets cold there. Yeah. So far, no storms. Good. Well, it's always good to hear from you. You, 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 know, you remind me. I think I said this. I'm going to try to say this again. I always try to tell you this at the end of 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 the call, and I get cut off, so I'm going to try to say it real quick. You remind me of someone I knew. She she was a she was not a person of a lot of words, and that was just really um, curious to me. Whenever she said something, it was something of great value, which is the same way I feel about you. But she, she told me that she was comfortable with silence, 
like a whole, there could be a whole conversation going on and she would not say one word. And then every now and then she would chime in and she would always tell me, I'm okay with silence. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Some people are not, you know, but she, she was okay with it. Well, she's I like, I never, she was like, she was like, I never talked just to be talking. She said, I'm not one of those people that will just, just talk because everybody's talking. She said, I have to really have something to say. And I feel like that about you, too. Well, that's the way, yeah, I have to have something to say. Yeah. So. Well, I always appreciate it when you do talk. And I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Anybody else? You guys want to say anything before we cut off? I'm just grateful that that lady did at least come to us for some feedback because she got feedback and probably she was crying because she's not completely sold out. She was just on the fence. And hopefully the words that everybody on the call gave her probably brought her to tears and and convicted her of, you know, I'm just going to have to ride this out as a TI. I, I hope that that's what happened. But so many TIs have turned. I mean, the majority yeah, but Nancy, I really believe that, like, they have to approach you, and I can't prove this. It just makes sense. I mean, if we were to go up to one of these things, these people, and say, uh, how, how do I join what you've been doing to me for the last 20 or whatever, in my case, like, over 10 years? What are they going to say? Oh, well, uh, go to the local police station with us. We'll hook you up, and you'll just start doing what we've been doing to you. And I'm generalizing. I'm not trying to be sarcastic, I swear to God. It sounds a little like that, but I'm just saying, I, I just, it sounds like one of these things where the criminals have to approach you somehow. You know, well, I think I think what she was saying is she knows some perks and she's going to go to them and see if they can hook her up, you know, get her in on the job or whatever. Which uh, they probably do bring each other in. I'm not sure how that but, goes. But there would be like an admission of guilt on their part. That's I just I look. I'm picturing yeah, Renata yeah, and Nancy yeah. like in a movie where like you'd be in the middle of somewhere and some idiot would come up with you and say, uh, you know, don't turn around. No, let's overdo it. But they'll, they'll just start talking about it and fill out like how you're gonna like act and react maybe just and like uh you know give you a hypothetical like uh what would you do if we could stop the harassment this and that and like you get paid for it in training i don't know you know what there's so many what ifs with that i mean but you know what i'm gonna I'm tell you where i think this lady is at this lady is where most of us have been you want another bag of chicken I'm going to tell you where I think she is. I think she is at the point where she just wants it to stop, and she's trying to figure out ways to make it stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all, I think, came to that point in the beginning, like, oh, my goodness, how can I make this stop? I remember thinking, how can I make this stop? Oh, okay, I know how I can make it stop. I can make this stop by going to the police and getting help from them. Found out that didn't work. Oh, okay, maybe I can get this to stop by going to city council. Didn't get it to stop that way. So I think that she's just trying to figure out how to make it stop. That's Yeah, I I went to the mayor since the police weren't helping me and then they became a part of it. Then I was like, who's the mayor of this town? And uh, I, you know, met him and he was very supportive and gave me his phone number and everything and uh, was very much there for me. The next thing I know, my house is SWAT team. I'm hauled away in the local mental ward. Didn't know I was there for eight days until I'm in a court of law, and they said that I threatened him. And he was a good man, and he wasn't in on this, but somebody was. They have people in every uh, police department that are in on this. They're the ones, you know, that have their people under them, and they don't want to get him out. So all of a sudden they're saying that I've threatened him, and then when I 
call after I got out of that, I called him and I just said, I just want to ask you one question. Do you, did you ever feel threatened by me? And he's like, of course not. What is going on? And I was like, somebody doesn't want us talking. So I'm going to bow out gracefully because I didn't want him getting hurt. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I do think that that lady is, is is to that point where she's just trying to figure out how to make it stop. But it, 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 it you know, it it won't stop that easy. You know, and joining them certainly is, isn't going to make it stop. I'm telling you, I'm watching perp each other all day. It's not going to stop. They're going to get more control over you, actually. Yeah, they will. Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But it is going to all come out. The best thing you can do is pray and fight. That's right. That's right. That's right. Get support. Get support. But I'm glad, you know, she was brave enough to, you know, to be honest. I think she, yeah, yeah, she was brave, to be honest. Not an easy thing to deal with. And the fact that they're setting, now I'm going to tell you one thing I didn't understand. I don't know if she's still listening. She said that she's not targeted she said the way they target her is to target the people around her. Did you guys hear that? Yes. I didn't quite understand that. Well, that's what they do to people that are sensitive and caring, and uh, it, it's more, it's more, you know, like when they hurt your son. That probably you would have taken on that pain rather than it being your son. That's how they get to you in the most deep uh, ways is to hurt those around us that we love. No, 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 I get that because they target me too. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they target me and the people around yeah, me. Yeah, everyone gets but targeted. She, Nigel's case and him. Yeah, yeah, but what she's saying is they don't target her. They only target the people around her. It doesn't make so sense. Yes, really. yes. No, and she probably is at the point where it's like, how do I get this to stop or else I'm going to be a target? Yeah, if, so I'd I rather be a target than a perp. So, so, so maybe they are trying to force her into becoming a perp by not targeting her. Like, if you don't want this treatment, then you oh, join us. Example, but exactly. an example. Of others. Damn. What? No, I'm saying, but maybe an example of other people around her that are like uh, trying to intimidate her, and like uh, that makes a lot of sense actually. I mean, maybe. I don't know. She didn't tell hopefully us she's, that. Pardon me. Uh, no, hopefully, Nancy. Hopefully, she's going to call back next week. And like you can like you know really like ask her. I, I just when I first tuned in, I heard like what you were saying, but I just assumed that like they approached her. So I'm not like I hit star eight, whatever. Yeah. I wanted to like not grill and interrogate her, but just ask her a few questions. Like, well, who, what, where, when, why? Quiet. Some something made her go quiet, and I'm not sure what because I asked her if she if she didn't mind if you know we had other people give her their opinion and she said that was okay so i'm not sure what made her go quiet maybe you know the background in her house maybe someone came around I, i'm not sure yeah um, but they had to approach her somehow because she said i mean she said that uh she knows who to go to okay and when if she makes a decision to join so then how does she know where to go to unless they uh, she wasn't approached already that's true <laughs> that's true what about this possibility what if it's a member of her family that is being targeted and other members of her family are already involved in targeting this person? And this person well, she is said, She said her boyfriend is being targeted. Her boyfriend is being set up at the school he works with. Um, he works at a school, and he said uh, that a student is accusing him of um, hitting him or something, and they're, they're thinking about um, – 
bringing her boyfriend up on charges, and she doesn't want that to happen. So she thinks by joining them, that will, you know, prevent them from, that will back them off of her boyfriend. It, it does seem like that somebody has uh, approached her to, be, you know, uh, or, or is trying to coerce her into targeting him. That's what it kind of sounds to me like. Well, I asked her, I said, if you if you decide to join, how are you going to do that? How are you going to go about that? And she, I think if I remember right, she said that she would approach some of the people who she knows is involved in Target. I think yeah, she used it. the term families, so she knows what families are involved that she can go to, uh, you know. Oh, okay. That was said. Well, we're going to pray that she doesn't do that because she'll be, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Um, there's a scripture that says much is given, much is required. Now she knows, okay, so she's going to be held even more accountable by God. And I hope she's yeah. listening because now she knows. She has spoken with us, you know, and she knows better. Yeah. Amen. Let me, uh, be pretty, Renata. pretty rough on her if she joins them. So. Yes. I, uh if anybody is interested in, in what Ken Rhodes had to say about Derek and FFCHS, because I think it's very, I think it's important for us to really understand what what Ken. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.